I'm a joker, I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight toker. I get my love in on the run. Ooh. Hello. What's happening, everybody? How are you guys? Um, welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, episode 101. Um, on today's episode, I have Jim Florentine. He is, when I met him, I met him probably through Steve Simone. He was opening, him and uh, Florentine and Jim Norton were opening for Dice. Um, and they would come by the store once in a while, and I just heard about these cool New York comics um, who hung out with Andrew Dice Clay and, and like were allowed to like be with him. And part of that, from what I heard, they were always both really cool guys. Um, but part of that was the way they would fuck around with dice. I remember Florentine, we had this thing where there was, a, at the comedy store in LA, there's a bunch of, uh, I call them chuds. Um, they're semi-homeless. Um, they're either homeless or they're com- completely have homes and money, but they're drunks or schizophrenics. The comedy store is not a normal place business environment so anyway we were talking to one of the chuds once some um forrest gumpish someone of forrest gumpish um intellect and um as we were talking i sort of do this thing where i i'll make fun of the the person i'm talking to if they're a little crazy i'll make fun of them but to myself so i'll ask some questions like um if they'll be like yeah i saw a squirrel and a squirrel jumped from tree to tree squirrels can't jump and then I'd be like, well, flying squirrels can jump pretty far. Have you ever considered that? I'd just talk to them as a normal person, almost answering the questions as they ask and ignoring the fact that the things they're asking are crazy. And as I was doing it with this, with this girl, uh, Florentine just started joining in with the same fucking let's fuck with this person but not let them know. And, man, he was making me laugh. And I was like, dude, if you've got this sense of humor where you can fuck with a, with a good chud – and not make it seem like sad or anything. Yeah, dude, I'm into it. So um, when it was, uh, uh, what's the word? When it was apparent that he'd become available for my podcast, I was like, well, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk to him about all these pranks and about fucking with people in general. He's so fucking good at it. Him and Norton. Anyway, we went over all the rules of pranking and all the stuff he did. So that's what this episode is about. Um, Some good stories in there. If you have not listened to last week's episode, um, Deliverance, it's about two delivery drivers, Jeff Danis and Ryan O'Neill. Uh, it didn't go up on iTunes for like for like four or five days. So if you haven't listened to it, seriously, go check that out. It's one of the funniest ones I've ever done. And I don't want people missing it just because iTunes took four days before uploading the podcasts to their applications. If you did listen to it, I think it went out on phones and stuff and on Stitcher, all fine, but just iTunes itself on the computer. So if you didn't, Go fucking check that out. And before you go check that out, I should say that Valentine's Day is coming up, everybody. So I would like you guys to all be my Valentine for this, the 101st episode of Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. Um, oh, is that why I said the Rob Ryan story? Did I finish that off? It was because now I want to thank you guys all for being listeners. But I, didn't want, I don't want to do it after 100. I want to do it at 101. So, you know. I already forgot if I mentioned that the first time I said it. Three minutes and ten seconds ago. Um, North Carolina was a lot of fun. I just got back from Raleigh, North Carolina. I hung out at the dining hall. 
at the NC State Dining Hall, I just went to watch the fucking students. I just sat there, I ate, you know, whatever dining hall food they had, the buffet, and I just sat there and watched them. It was fun. It was like Gorillas in the Mist for super hot chicks. Uh, there were dudes too. It was just sort of fun. It, made, it reminded me of when I was in college, all the relationships they had, and how all the dudes have no idea how hot the girls are there, and they're just trying to like be friends. Actually, that's probably a good thing. I miss that part, just being friends with chicks. Um, but speaking of chicks and Valentine's Day, uh, I'm just telling you this right now. Flowers can can help. It's annoying as shit that there's some sort of inequality between men and women where we have to get them gifts and pay for things and then they have to grant us sex but bottom line that's the way it is and if you want to endear yourself to a woman there's almost no better way to do that than flowers so i am going to tell you guys about pro flowers which is a sponsor of mine they will send out flowers to your loved one you give them a name and address they have deals if you go to my website if you go to um my website arithegreat.com and then click on the Pro Flowers link and with with all the uh, with all the sponsors on the right. Then uh, it'll give you like ten or twenty percent off. I forget. But um, if you just call Pro one eight hundred Pro Flowers and just mention Skeptic Tank, then they give me uh, like a percentage back too. If you just want to call and do it. But check out their website. If you go through my website, it takes you to their website. Then any purchase you make, I end up getting like you get the percentage off. Man, I wish I knew if it was ten or twenty percent. But it's something for going through this. And then I get like 10, 12 bucks, which is great, which I will definitely use. You know what? I'm going to get somebody I know flowers this Valentine's Day. I'm going to have them sent, and I'm going to use my ProFlowers account. It's been a while. I always thought it was a bad idea because it's like, well, I have to get, I have to get you Valentine's Day presents now because of Valentine's That seems so fake. It's because it's the day you're supposed to get it. Same shit with Christmas too. It always made me mad. It's like I'm supposed to. I I have to get you a Christmas present because everyone has to get everyone presents. That's not nice. You're not going out of your way. You're obligated. Birthday presents the same thing. Where it's like, oh, it's your birthday. I guess I had to. If I want to buy you something on March 17th, that's when I should buy it for you. It doesn't matter if your birthday is November 7th. What's just buy nice things for people. But somebody told me recently and i think it's sort of true that it's like no it's just an excuse to buy them something nice where it's like you want to but this will be a good excuse to so on that level yeah i sort of agree with it so um go to my website go to proflowers.com and get your loved one something nice and help support this podcast and if you want to support me don't forget my special is now out passive aggressive Go to chill.com slash Ari. That's chill.com slash Ari. Yeah, like take a chill pill. Chill.com slash Ari. And you can get my website. You can get my uh, new special, Passive Aggressive. It's 100% different material than on Revenge for the Holocaust, which is my CD. This was what I did, which I built over a year. And it's really, I'm really, I like it. I think it's really good. And I think you guys will too. And the reports so far, people that have gotten it, the people that have mentioned it on Twitter, on Facebook, and sent links and stuff, thank you guys very much for helping me. Uh, If you haven't watched it yet, fucking go get it and watch it. And if you like it, tell everybody you know. Do me a favor. Spread the word a little bit. So you can also get it through my website, arithegreat.com or arishafir.com. And arithegreat.com is not spelled with an uh. That's just me being an irresponsible host. So... Um, get it. It's $5. And if you go and you can get it now, you can also get like a deal. They end up giving you like a free download or five free downloads for the special if you buy a signed 
um, CD or vinyl of Revenge for the Holocaust or a poster. They have all sorts of like bundle deals. And that's the way it's supposed to help pay for the, the shooting and stuff. Um, so all that stuff goes towards the shoot money, which was a lot. And you guys buying it will allow me to make more specials you know, once every year. God, I don't know if I can do that again. It was so much work. So much heartache and work. Fuck. Um, anyway, so that's the episode, what we're about to do. Thank you, Jim Florentine, for coming in. Uh, he met me at the comedy store. We went up there and talked for a while. It was cool, man. That guy's a cool guy. He's, he's always been a really cool dude. Oh, and then also, uh, I have T-shirts. My 2013 tour shirts are in. Well, they're being printed, so they're available for sale right now. Uh, the 2012s, they're all gone, except for smalls and girls' largest. Come on, don't call right now. That's oh, DS. Um, so, uh, yeah, go get that. And then they have the glow in the dark version at the chill site. So, here we go, everybody. Let's do the episode. It is Ari Shafir, Skeptic Tank, episode 101. Thank you for tuning in for so long. Um, I gotcha. With Jim Florentine. Mm, that's actually a terrible name. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a terrible name. Let's go with something else. Let's go with Ari Shafir Skeptic Tank, episode 101. Prank Tank. That's it. Because it's Skeptic Tank. Get it? Skeptic Tank and Prank Tank. Prank Tank. With Senor Jim Florentine. Was a good one. Hardy Hall. Lambo Galardi car. Getting my last laugh. Ha 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 ha. You niggas make me laugh. Come on. If it don't make me mad. I'm like ha 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 ha. What you can't take a joke. Well I can't take being broke. I'm like ha 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 ha. Make money money. Jokes on you niggas. See the figures don't add up to the claims. You Sam Kinison. You just screaming names. My brother. My partner. For real. Like the Wayans. All right, here we go. Jim Florentine. How are you, man? Good, man. It's good to see you. Me too. I try to do intros later to not bug people down with them. Yeah, yeah, I do the same thing. I do my little plugs and yeah. my Amazons and my... Uh, it's so frustrating trying to do it with guests there. I feel so shitty about it. Yeah, you feel like a whore, like, a, you know, because they know how much you're making on Amazon when people order through it, and, you know, they got the same check for $1.64. I don't know if you do that with yours. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah, I just got a check for $1.64. So. You know what I don't like? And that was during the Christmas holidays. You would $1.64? Yeah, yeah, I think that was the Amazon check, because one came the other day. I looked at it briefly, so. For real, you got a $1.64? Do you get like individual checks or do they wrap it up at the end of the like the month or something? I think it was at the end of the month and that was Christmas season so you think more people were shopping on Amazon so obviously it's not working but fucking well, one guy went crazy. It sound, well, but it sounds like legit like when people listen and like oh cool he's got some advertisers. Yeah. You know for people listening instead of just going look I got nobody nobody gives a shit please send it. Oh yeah I, in the beginning I thought of just faking advertisers. Just be like, this is brought to you by Heineken. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> Just make it seem like something. That's a good idea. Yeah, I, I, this shows by Pepsi, so fucking drink Pepsi. <laughs> something real legit. Yeah. The Obama campaign. Something along those lines. Yeah. Sponsored. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Please funny. vote for Obama. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, I want to have you in today talk about fucking uh, pranks and stuff. Because you're always so good at that stuff. Well, I've learned from the you know I learned from the master dice who we're friends with. Yeah, you went yeah. on the road with him in the beginning, right? And yeah. Just, how was that? He's just. I mean, like I thought I was childish. Yeah. And I thought, all right, you know, I pull pranks, but there's at some point I go, all right, I just I got to be a little professional. Uh-huh. Not him. <laughs> Never. It's a whole day. It's twenty four hours. 
is just all about fucking with people. I called his home, his house once, and the the answering machine message was, "Hey, Mrs. Dice, if I'm not home, you can miss it," or something like that. And I'm right. like, "Dude, you're 50. You're right. never gonna grow up." Huh? <laughs> the best, we- the best is when he goes in like a mall and he loves to go shopping, mm-hmm. and he buys like sweatshirts and and socks. And he likes all the stuff big. Yeah. So he goes in, and a, his move is he goes in, they recognize who he is. They're like, oh, dude, I'm a big fan. Great. So then he puts all the stuff on the counter. He's like, they're like, how much? He's like, well, it's, you know, $20 a, a sweatshirt. Oh, come on, man. Come on. You know, just, you gotta, <laughs> give me a better deal. I Look, man, the manager, I could give you my 25% off. I give you my employee discount. Uh, no, come on. So I'm paying 14 for these? That's, that's way too much. And the guy's like, all I could do, Dice. You know, he's like, you know what? Let me think about it, right? So he goes. And he so he goes. He walks around the other place. Then he comes back with thirty minutes later. Dice is on his knees, going, "Please, please give me for seven dollars for no reason." And he then we, the pro deal. It's yeah, please, please, I beg you. And then finally, the guy gives it to him. And then he walks out. He's like, "Was that fucking great?" I go, "Do you really? Are you really happy? You got it for seven? He goes, "No, it's just for the show." Yeah, it's, he doesn't give a fuck. It's unbelievable. I'm like, "You just wasted two hours." He goes, "Was it fun?" I'm like, "Absolutely." He gave all this, uh, all this, um, what's it called? All this like dinner equipment or dining sets to Freddie Soto. He's right. like, "Oh, you bought this from me?" He goes, "Oh no, I just took it from from some store." I'd have like three different like dining room sets. <laughs> really? I figured you could have one. You just got married. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he like doesn't need the stuff. That uh, was great. He came to my wedding. I got married like six months ago, yeah. and he just came up to me. He goes, "Look," he goes, "nothing against you and your friends, but they look like a bunch of creeps." So I'm just gonna give you cash. Here's a, here's here's my here's my gift to you. There's no card. Fuck the card. It doesn't make a difference. But I'm not putting money in a car. Uh, money in a card with these creeps around here. So here, and he just handed me a wad. I put it in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, your friends are a bunch of creeps. Like Like, what are you talking about? I just steal a present. (laughs) Yeah, he fucked with somebody once where he he had some some he left his accidentally left his um phone number out for his cell phone, so he got a new phone number. But he would just turn his cell phone on and see like the calls that would just come in. Right, he put it out on like Stern or something, and then uh, one guy was like, "I'd love to hang out," so he just says, "Okay," so he just starts calling this guy like over and over again really yeah like at work <laughs> 20 times a day just how you doing <laughs> i was like guys i'm working right now i got a meeting he's like all right i call him 10 minutes later how did the meeting go until the guy just didn't want to talk to him anymore <laughs> that's so funny i know why i mean does I don't he, know. he's got a lot of stuff going on too but it's just i remember one time after a show he yeah. didn't do the poems at the at the, the show so this guy was came over poems, and people yeah. got some pictures and one guy's like dude he goes i love you can you sign this so dice is signing this thing he goes hey man you didn't do any poems tonight and dice like yeah i know he's like yeah i was i was hoping you would do them he goes yeah yeah okay he's like can you do one for me and he's like dice just like looks up i was like so you know, he puts that complete deadpan face on. So he goes, so you want me to do poems for you? He's like, yeah, well, I, right here. You just want me to, like, back, just in this alley. You just want me to do the poems. He's like, well, I, I guess. I don't know. I just thought you were going to do them. He goes, no, no, I'll do them for you. He's like, really? And he just did, like, five minutes of poems for him, just standing there, just to fuck with the guy. <laughs> I remember you or Norton talking about going into, like, a subway or something with him in Vegas and having to enter first. And go like, ladies and gentlemen, avert your eyes. The legend is coming in. Yeah, yeah, we've done that before. Yeah, and he comes in. Um, and then people come up to, are, are you Dice? No. He would say that? Yeah. After <laughs> after saying avert your eyes, the legend, Andrew Dice. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, you, you know. 
he was telling me some story. He met some producer in an airport in like um, DC, like a big time Hollywood producer, and they were hanging talk. And he's like, "Hey man, we just you know, let's. I got some projects." He's like, "Okay, fine." They were going to a Starbucks. It was like six in the morning, and he got up there and they ordered their their coffee in the airport. And Dice didn't want to pay for it. He's like, "Can I have it for free?" And the woman's like, "No." He's like, "Please." And he was on his knees begging with like thirty people behind. You know, you knew better in the airport like six in the morning. Everyone's yeah, miserable. That, that fucking Starbucks line is like thirty people. Everyone needs their coffee. And Dice is on his knees begging to get the coffee for free. And the guy's like, just get I'll pay for it. He's like, no, 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 please. It's not about that. Please. <laughs> I love that. So I, heard he did, I heard he took his shirt off. Don Jameson tours with him, too. Yeah. A couple times on a Southwest flight, he took his shirt off. On the plane? Yeah, and was walking back, like went to the bathroom with his shirt off. And stuff, but didn't say a word. Didn't say why. <laughs> Some guy's like, is that Dice without his shirt on? <laughs> That's so stupid. I know. It is. For no reason. I love that. On a plane. That's so gross. I know. I know. I know. Just a guy walking. He doesn't. That's that's what I love about him. But it's like, at some point, I'm serious during the day. Like, I'm like, all right, I got to get back. You know, I got to be professional. Not him. Yeah. It's relentless. You guys used to tell me about the stuff you do. Like, I just slight fucking with people. Like, excuse me, sirs, on an ele- on an escalator. Oh stuff. yeah, that yeah, oh, that one always. It's, yeah, excuse me, sir, and then we just keep walking, <laughs> doing that. You, you drop keep... something, and then they look in, and we're like, yeah, it's right here. We have them going under tables looking for shit. We always do it at a concert. You drop your ticket, be like, what? Like that, and you it, just it, say it, and then yeah, walk yeah, on. And you walk on, or we have another guy. We go, you drop your ticket, and then they panic. They're like, where? And they're looking around. Then we have another guy waiting in the wings, mm-hmm. comes over and runs over, but Tenzi picks it up and starts running. <laughs> so the guy runs after. So the guy Guy runs after him and I'm running and we're like, hey, hey, get back. And I'm yelling, get back here. You got his ticket. Guy's just fighting running. for justice. Yeah, imagine if the guy had a gun and he just shoots our friend because he's like, wait, yeah. Have you ever had a Franco really wrong? Fuck um, somebody? No, not really. We always, um, somehow we just, we get it right to the edge. And then, well, we've had the cops called on us a couple times, but like oh, we, we did, we did a bit where we were, uh, went to, um, buy a house. Mm-hmm. And the guy was showing us the house, and Jameson was with me, and we had another, and he had a girl with him, and they were like the couple, and I was the brother, or whatever. So the guy's showing us the house, and uh, it was an empty house. And I went in, while he went in the bedroom to show Jameson the girl some other shit, I went into the bathroom, I started taking a shower <laughs> in the empty house. And the guy hears the water running, he goes, Is he showering? And Jameson's like, Yeah, he's probably just rinsing off. He's, he was. Had a long day. He's like, well, you can't be showering. What is it? James is like, no. He's like, well, you never had anybody shower? He goes, no. I've been showing houses for 15 years. Nobody's taking a shower. And then I come out. I'm just in a towel. I'm like, hey, anybody got any gel? And the guy's like, you got to get out of it. He's flipping out. I'm like, well, I just got to take, I'm just checking the water. He's like, get out, get out. And then I'm like, you got a hair dryer? I got my wet head. And then finally, he's, they, they're in the other room. As he's throwing me out, dragging me out of the bathroom, they're in the other room pretending they're fucking. Jameson's <laughs> yeah. got his pants down. She's on her knees. He walks in. And he called the cops on us and the cops came and we had to explain to him like you know right afterwards they go, dude it was just a joke but he already hit 911 so they showed up and we told the cops like this is fucking really funny man we were just fucking around yeah yeah we're like well we're just fucking around we have a hidden camera you see this guy he's the oh you, you were know. taping those oh yeah of course yeah you still doing that show what did uh, you do a prank show those just DVDs that was just DVDs we did of yeah meet the creeps it was called yeah yeah we those did like cool. three, three of them three uh yeah well eventually we'll probably do it again but I don't know the hidden camera stuff's been, it's taken to such an, another it's level. So done, yeah. yeah, it's so done. That's, that's the way I look at it, too. 
Yeah, I feel like you have to go like way outside. It's go to another country almost. That scare tactic show with, with Tracy Morgan. That hosted. was good. I know that was so fucking. I'm like, holy shit. That's why I was like, how am I gonna just go? You drop something, sir, and then they, the guy looks when they <laughs> do shit like really that good. on there. I know compared to what they See were the doing. The monster on there? they had. Oh, it was brutal. That monster command. The guy, that gay guy, so fucking scared. Holy shit. What about the guy that gets a heart attack when he's getting the hair haircut? And just starts... What? Yeah, he falls over, and then the kid thinks he did... Oh, it's brutal. I mean, the shit that is so fucking mean, which I love. Yeah. Which, you know, that was the feedback, you know, because we tried to get a show on Comedy Central. with. We had a pilot we did and what for... what they say? They said it was too mean. Too mean. That's... You know, who says that? Girls. Too mean. Girls, they can't stand a good fucking prank. Well, the woman that um, looked at it said, I don't get it, but then again, I'm not a 16-year-old boy. Yeah. Well, then why are you watching it? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you show it to a 16-year-old boy then? <laughs> you know thinks. what I mean? Why, you know, some soccer mom that lives in the suburbs isn't going to get it. Yeah. But a 16-year-old boy that watches Comedy Central will. And that's think our, it's fucking that's funny. their audience anyway. I know. So why, so why, have, like, yeah, why are you making that decision? Women. Why don't you show it to a bunch of 16-year-old kids? Yeah. That's what I, it's, all, it's always so weird. Like, I remember this script, this shitty script, this VH1 script we had years ago. Me and Morton had this pilot. And it was so bad, the script, and they were changing all the jokes. Anything that was funny, of course. Anything that's out. laugh out loud, they fucking take out. So I, I was telling a guy, I go, let me bring this on stage tonight at the Comedy Cellar and read these jokes, and I'll, I'll know if the, and we'll see if these are funny. He's like, well, why would you do that? I go, because that's the real audience. Yeah. And he, of course, they wouldn't let me. I'm like, because this is going to bomb. It's fucking terrible. <sighs> and then you got you know some you know a soccer mob in the suburbs going I don't get it but I'm not a, a boy a 16 year old boy then what the fuck is and why are you in a position to if I was start? in her position I would get a fucking room of like 18 year old kids Test it. that watch Comedy Central I go I'm gonna put this on the screen and you you and I'm just gonna watch their reactions I'm like holy yeah. shit we're on to something I did one of those when I was in college they had like come down and watch some new shows right you watch like four you know 22 minute sitcoms and you just tell them what you think. Right. Rank them. And it's like, yeah, you just get real people's opinions. Yeah. They should do that. So much, yeah, you're a demographic. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, the focus group. Jaded, people Hollywood bus, person. A fucking bus stop. Go, hey, you want to make $30 to sit in and watch this new project? <laughs> It'll be and warm just, inside. Yeah, yeah, it's warm inside. And they're fucking hitting the button if they think it's funny or not. It's like, what the fuck? Which one gets me more Doritos? Whichever button. I'll yeah, well, when's, if, if I can extend this a little longer to get another lunch, I'll say it's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, they always think it's too mean. You've seen Windy City Heat, right? Oh, the, one of my favorite movies ever. I remember they were showing it at Comedy Central, like uh, airing somewhere down, you know, at one of the, the, the places. Right. And uh, one of the girls from Comedy Central was like, it was mean. I don't know. And I was like, what do you mean mean? He's an asshole. That guy's an asshole. Yeah. And she was like, well, he did just grab my ass, and I didn't even, I've never even met him. I was like, so what do you care? Yeah, exactly. That, what yeah. do you care? This prick has a fucking prank pulled on him. He's fine. <laughs> Ugh. But that was that that was Perry's whole life. I mean, yeah. even you know that that movie. So yeah. it was great. It was great for him. He got paid. That, no, that's one of the, one of the greatest movies ever. Yeah, for that long to be fucking with somebody. I know, and it's still going on. He's still leaving messages. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna do another movie. Johnny Knoxville wants to. You know, I don't know. They were gonna like, do it in Knoxville until Perry tried to sue them. Oh, that's right. Right. He tried Just, to sue them, and then the, I heard Universal was like, "Whoa, what are there lawsuits involved in this? We don't yeah. want to." Let's get out of this. <laughs> they could easily do it. They, they should mm-hmm. do it too. Yeah, you have guys like Knoxville who are like into shit like that. Oh yeah. What do you think of Jackass? Love Jackass. Yeah, me too. You know what? You know what was great about Jackass is 
it just proved Hollywood 100% wrong where you needed a whole fucking story and an arc and then three quarters to the movie there's got to be a breakup or something tragic and then at the end and they have to have a you know a girl emotional moment yeah, yeah and then they always have to have the girlfriend whether it's an action flick they always got some hot chick that they eventually hook up you know yeah. like they're they take her away. It was just fucking. Hey, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and I'm going to this Porta John. This is gonna <laughs> suck. And then they fucking flip it upside down and twizzle, yeah. and he comes out. He's got shit all over him. End the scene. And then they're in the next scene. And the whole fucking crap. And the whole audience is cracking up. It's two three minute scenes. I would laugh so hard at some of those that I missed the setup. Uh, absolutely, the next because I'm still laughing. Absolutely, so it was hard. perfect that it faded to black. Give me a give me a fucking <laughs> a few second. seconds to calm down. And that was it. There was no there was no story. There was no plot. It was just fucking funny. Yeah. And then you see these movies, like, they're really funny, like, the first half, and then they go into the cliche, let's get this here and this, and then I'm just like, why? Why? Just keep making it funny. Just keep making it funny throughout. Even the good movies, even, like, Happy Gilmore, stuff like that, they still have to, like, throw in, like, at the end, and you gotta overcome or have a moment with your grandmother. Yeah, um... What was the fucking movie with Seth Rogen and when the chick was pregnant? Knocked up. Yeah. It was fucking like three quarters of the movie. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. And then I was like, oh, yeah. I'll back to, I miss her. Yeah. Oh, right. Why is this in there? Why? Nobody who watched those movies is, is missing that. Nobody. Nobody. Just because you're thinking about, they're thinking about, well, the girl, the date on Friday, they're going to go to the movie. So what? Yeah. So how about just fucking be funny, and then the last two minutes, she co- Seth Rogen's fucking stoned. He's like, "Look, I'll quit pot if you come if we get back together or something, please." Okay, and she comes over. Hey, there's your fucking story. They got back yeah. together. Do we have to have this whole fucking fifteen minutes of I really miss her? Remember that uh, uh, movie about what's his name? Oh, who's the guy from Caddyshack? The old guy. I can't remember his name. Which is uh, Dangerfield? Yeah. Yeah. Who, when he did that movie, we had to lose weight and live right. What movie was that? Oh, that was uh, Easy Money. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, at the end, he's still fucking smoking cigars oh, and drinking beer in the back. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm going to walk off these beans. I know. <laughs> Remember the old movies, Caddyshack, there was no fucking uh-uh. sentimental moment in there. It was just fucking just funny sort of throughout. Yeah. Easy Money, too. Yeah, I know. It just sucks that, that, that it has to happen like that. I really think that movies have just become this like generalized... Thing where like we want to make sure everybody thinks this is a B plus. I know, I know, stop. Just fucking do your own thing, man. Yeah. Uh, my favorite movies are just I I love. Um, I don't know if you ever said a movie Buffalo sixty six. Yeah. With Vincent Gallo, mm-hmm. one of the most miserable movies ever, but it was fucking miserable. hilarious. Yeah. Just and you know that he just he directed it and he fucking wrote it and that was it. It was his project. He didn't let Hollywood. You know, people it. stay out of the way. Yeah. Just you could tell and just it's so fucking funny. But that to me, that's a movie. Yeah. That's a fucking great movie. Just miserable throughout. You ever see Welcome to the Dollhouse? Oh, well, another <laughs> yeah. one of my favorites. Absolutely. Yeah. I saw that guy. That guy who directed it, Todd Solon. Todd, Sol- yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't. I don't uh, Santa Monica Mall, and I recognize him, and I, he saw me recognize him, and then he just fucking bolted. He did? Yeah, the guy does not like attention. You wow. Well, he, he did a better one, uh, Happiness. Happiness, Happiness yeah. was better. That fucking movie. How badass was that movie? One of my favorite movies of all time. I remember seeing that in the theater. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I saw it down there. Absolutely, yeah. And, and they had that thing. Do you remember that? The black professor was fucking um, that chick. Yeah. Um, shit, she was pretty famous, too. Selma Blair. Yeah. Yeah, and the, they wouldn't let as she's calling him a nigger, right? <laughs> Fuck me, nigger, over yeah. and over again. And the and the FCC or whoever was like, no, you cannot show that. So really? they made him put, they made him censor it, but he refused to like take the scene out. So instead, he put an orange box 
over the black guy fucking Saul oh, Blair. Yeah, you know what? That was his next movie. That wasn't Happiness. That was the one what right after. Oh, you're that, right. You're right. Which what, what I forget what it was. Storytelling. Yeah, storytelling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. That wasn't yeah. Happiness. That was full. full. Yeah, his stuff has gone downhill since storytelling. Yeah, I've tried. He needs to come back. Well, and just, happiness is the one with that girl kept getting rubbed and <laughs> that dude. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in yeah. it. Oh yeah, the, and the kid, the guy oh, molesting yeah, he kids, would jerk off onto a piece of paper and stick, stick it, stick it on the a wall. wall. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> breathing heavy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then remember when the, oh, the kid molester? Yeah, God. he molested a bunch of the kids from the the uh, baseball team. Yeah, and then his son finds out, and he says to his dad, he goes, "Dad, would you would you?" Uh, what you say? He's, he, he, I think he says something like that. Would you, you know, you molest my friends? Would you molest me? He goes, no, nah, I'd probably just jerk you off. It was one of the greatest <laughs> lines ever. I remember in a movie theater laughing at that, and some guy goes, "What are you laughing at?" He because he, he didn't even know what he was saying. He goes, "What are you laughing at?" Like that. <laughs> one of the greatest. I remember picking up this kid, and it showed the street name was like Little Angel Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. He was going to get this kid. He was going to molest. <laughs> <It's so laughs> I'd probably just jerk you off. <laughs> The beginning of that was so great because he gets this like teen beat magazine. You're like, all right, he's getting it for his, I don't know, his son or his daughter or something. Right. And then he goes, sits in the back of his own car and just starts vigorously yeah. masturbating. I know. <laughs> like, I remember uh, I, I was I had an ex girl a girlfriend at the time and I took her to a movie. I knew it was going to be about because I already saw Welcome to the Dollhouse. Yeah, this is, I, I do the just, same thing. What I read somebody. She's like halfway through. She's like, and why would you think I like this movie? <laughs> That's what she yelled. Like, look, I'm, she's I'm going. I'm like, well, I'm staying. She, I did the same thing. You did. The girl left. She was like, listen, I can't take this. I'm like, well, I'm not leaving. And she goes, oh, it's all right. I'll wait outside for you. Like, really? Yeah. She no, said left. Beautiful. Did she really had a girl leave? Yeah, no, she thing? no, she she got up like she was going to leave, and then she moved over like three seats and sat there and watched it with her hands folded like this. <laughs> and that was her way the of whole like, time, like this protesting. Yeah, and then afterwards, I'm like, hey, it wasn't my movie. I didn't I didn't know exactly what was going to happen. I just heard it was fucked up. I just why like, are you mad at, at me? And I figured this is the next. Yeah, movie. I'm like, why are you mad at me? I yeah. didn't write this. <laughs> It was so, no way was I fucking leaving, though. Yeah, me too. I was like, well, enjoy yourself. We can deal with this later. And she left. She left. Yeah, she was totally cool about it. She was like, yeah, I just couldn't take it, but I knew you liked it, so go for it. I had a girl, the same girl from uh, Walked Out on that movie Dead Alive that Peter Jackson did. That hard, It was that. one of his first films. It was all cutting off limbs. It's just blood squirting everywhere. Oh, nice. Completely over-the-top violence, and she left after like 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. Just... Uh-uh. And this was even before cell phones, so it was in New York City, so I didn't even know where she was afterwards. <laughs> I love those. Yeah, she just went. I was like, I fuck. I'm not. No way am I leaving because I saw the goriest flight f- uh, fright film of all time as the headline. I go, I got to go see this, and it was a little theater in New York. And then she left, and I couldn't find her for like an hour and a half afterwards. I had no fucking idea where she <laughs> yeah, went. You're just like hoping. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'm like, right. maybe I'll. I'm like, I'll I just stay here. I just saw a classic. I don't give a shit. I'll deal what with is it. it. Dead alive. Dead alive. Was yeah. it good? It was. It, it, it's a little silly, but the fucking violence is unbelievable. Yeah, Tarantino pretty much did the same thing with the limbs coming off, and um, what that one he did with Robert Rodriguez, with Salma Hayek plays yeah. the stripper. Not Grindhouse. There was another the one, one he did. Um, Death fuck, proof. I forget. No. Uh, or Salma Hayek plays a stripper. You remember George Clooney was the bad guy in it. It was Clooney and Tarantino. What the fuck one was that? I don't know. Tarantino, yeah, it was, it was Robert Rodriguez's film, but Tarantino wrote it for. Him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is that the one with the, the vampires? Yeah, the vampires yeah. at the end. They all go into the strip club. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it took a lot from from Dead Alive. So if you see Dead Alive, you're like, ah, I seen that. He shit does that before. a lot. Django Unchained too was the same thing with like all this like extra gore. Yeah, blood spurting out. I'm like, all right, enough. Just make a good movie with good yeah. special effects. 
Uh, I have a love hate. Well, I, I you know I still love Tarantino. He's great, but it just he got a little full of himself with the I felt with the um with what I sort of agree with this. What was the the double movie he did? What the fuck? Grindhouse and, and Death Proof. No, no, the other the, the one with um, Kill Bill. Kill Bill, yeah. Really? When he had fucking... I um, oh, thought that was awesome. Carradine making a fucking peanut butter sandwich for like four minutes. Uh-huh. It fucking just drove me nuts. I'm like, please, just <laughs> edit this. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Ugh. That's how I felt about all the... In Django, all the like the quick cuts where they flash to somebody's face and someone turns. And that's how they introduce a character. Oh, yeah? I didn't, like, I didn't see that yet. It's like it's been... You've done it already. Like, yeah. 20 times. Enough. Well, the movie that he did after Pulp Fiction, what was the one with De Niro? Jackie Brown? Jackie Brown, that could have been edited like 45 minutes, and it would have been a great film. I was so into him that I was like, whatever you're doing. I did, too. I liked it. I remember seeing it opening day. It was like Christmas night. I saw it. I just, you know, and then looking back, and I was just a little, when he had fucking, what's his face, Uh, Robert, whatever the guy's Oh, that old guy? Yeah, the old guy walking through a parking lot. No, it was a De Niro. De Niro walking through a parking lot for like fucking four minutes in a mall. I'm like, all right. There's nothing going on. Yeah. And the fucking black chick in the beginning walking through the airport for fucking like six minutes. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't have a short attention span. I love a a fucking great film, but I just know that you could get the shit quicker. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. He's very, you know. What did you think about the beginning of of Inglorious Bastards? No, no, I love that was see that Denny to me it was that was was a great film. So it was okay. Yeah, that was yeah. But. But you know what I like? But, but then again, he doesn't have Hollywood telling him, oh, make this an hour yeah, and a half. Yeah, he gets to do whatever he wants. Which, which, I do, which I do like. But sometimes, yeah, sometimes you like need somebody from Hollywood coming in and be like, listen. I, I, know, I know. Let me help you. I've done this before. Right, yeah. Like, I not know. all just input do, is bad. Yeah, it's true. But he, he deserves it. He's at the point where he can, like, yeah. he can just fucking do what he wants. I heard Scorsese used to give like gifts to the studios for letting him do his own movies. That he'd make a movie like Cape Fear or something where it's like, I know this will make you $100 million. Like, really? This isn't what I want to do. There's no art to this. I'll just make you a movie so that wow. you keep letting me make my movies. Okay. Throw him a bone. Yeah. It was you almost know? like Carlin. When, remember when Carlin, would, he goes... You know, he says, I, I'm going to do 10 minutes on abortion, and if you guys are with me, then I'm going to throw you a bone and talk about farts. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I always loved that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's like, yeah, or I'll do, uh, and then I'm going to do airplane jokes. Just to like, don't worry, thank you for coming with me. Yeah, thank you for being with oh, me wow, with my cool. fucking, yeah, my super, my anti-religion, there's no God bit. Now I'm going to talk about airplanes for five minutes. Yeah. Well, that's I always cool. loved that. I always loved that about him, how he explained it like that. I like that. I remember yeah. Chris Rock, when the, when Chris Rock was good, it was like all his best jokes were not the ones that got the laughs. You know, the ones you remember. Right. And then yeah. he would like throw some good taglines in later that had nothing to do with it. Right, yeah. To yeah. get you like to listen to it. Yeah, anyway. What um, have you, uh, what's like the, the farthest you've gone for a prank and stuff? Um, Do you have was, any rules for it too? No. In general, there's no like code what what do you mean it, like like for i don't know when fucking with somebody my thought is always like don't cause anybody physical or or, or monetary damage yeah but we don't we don't do that yeah well we did do some damage probably some monetary damage but it was like a shitty hotel we uh me and jameson went in there and i, I checked in yeah it was like 25 dollars for fucking three hours one of them places we just go in and fuck oh geez yeah so um 
I checked in yeah. and I went in the bathroom. And I took an upper decker. I, I took a shit in the top of the tank. It's called an upper decker. <laughs> we take the top of the lid off. Did you shit into it or did you shit and then put it in? No, I shit into it. I sat on top of the tank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I shit in. We used to do that all the time. Like at high school parties, we go like the nerd's house or whatever people Would the did. water come out all brown? Yeah. So what happens is every time you flush, a little piece of shit come down into the toilet. So you flush so, again? Yeah. So you, happen, like, you have to have like about seven flushes before all the shit comes out. So if you don't know what's going on because you put the lid back on, people are like, what the, why is there shit coming down from the tank? That's not real monetary damage. It just takes somebody to come up there. Yeah, but uh, you know, for me, if I found that, I go, all right, we need a new toilet in here. I'm not yeah. cleaning that. So we did a hidden camera bit where I checked in. I um, I took an upper decker and I, I called him. You would leave the camera in the in the room. No, we had the guy with the camera, you know, behind uh, a pen behind his ear. Yeah. So he's with me too. And I went to the front desk like ten minutes after I checked in. I go, "Hey, something's wrong. Something's wrong with the toilet." So the guy comes, you know, Indian guy, or whatever, and um, he's looking and he's friggin' he's flushing and he sees pieces of shit coming down. He has the plunger. He's like, "What? Let's go." <laughs> he's looking at it and finally he takes the top of the lid off and he sees shit down. He's like, "Oh, all right, somebody just change rooms, change rooms." And I go, "What happened?" Because I don't know. Somebody did something bad in there. Somebody did something bad. <laughs> somebody did something bad. Yeah, that's what he says. I'm like, "All right." So then he gives us another room. Yeah. Right next door. And as soon as we get in there, Jameson takes an upper decker. <laughs> he takes an upper decker. So then I go, I go, dude, I call him. I go, there's something wrong with this room, too. And he goes right to the room. He goes right to the top. And he's like, you motherfucker. Then he realized he it was us. <laughs> fucking screaming at us and threw us out, threw us out of there. <laughs> I love when people get mad. Oh, always. <laughs> Especially when you're not mad at all in return. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what? And you know what the thing was? And the. I mean, like, how do you get people always like, how could you get that guy to sign a release to release that? Yeah. You know what I mean? To actually be on. Unvi- and we, what we did is we always had a fucking hot chick with us to do a it, 10 to, get the- to go a hot blonde we had. And we just, you know, send her in there like 10 minutes later. Go, hey, those guys, are, you know, they're doing this thing. And come on. And they're like, oh, that's bull. No, absolutely not. Like, come on. You're the star. You you were so funny. Come on. And, and just, just flirt with them. That's such a smart idea. Flirt with them and do all this shit. And the next thing I know, the guy's signing. Guys will do anything for a hot girl. I work it up. She would go, She would make up a thing. I work a bartender in a bar in New York on 45th and 8th. If you want to come in. Anytime. Come in. Come in and stuff. And, you know, I work there. And all my fr- all my hot friends work there and stuff. Come in. I'll, I'll a couple rounds on you. She didn't work at a bar. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. Yeah, every- sign it. I'm there wow. Thursday. I'd sign it right there. No problem. We got the release. That's so smart. Because Jameson used to work on Tom Green's show back when M- on MTV. Did he really? Yeah. He was a producer the on The first there. one or the second one? Uh, the talk show or like the... The like, first one where wow. he did all the fucking pranks yeah. and he pranked his mom and stuff. Yeah. So he he learned that move from then to get a hot chick to go back in and get the releases. So, you know, on MTV, you get these 22-year-old interns, yeah. these hot chicks. So he, he would send like a couple of them in there because, you know, Green was doing such fucking shit. Tom Green was like shit. the best. Oh, he's, I, I, I know. You can't even come the close to that like guy. Even, yeah, I was like, nothing's even like, comparable. I, I know. Like, what are you doing? You're milking a cow with your mouth. <laughs> I know. You didn't care. You're the shit on his Thick, all of it the yeah way he fucked with his parents his Man. parents and yeah and any of the shit that he did so they would always send the chick there yeah you know and then they would get the release so that's what we did with our stuff Man, he said something to me once about a prank he was like hey that was really good i was like oh thanks but i'd seen him on stage here a couple times i was right. like i appreciate it and then it hit me i was like oh you're tom green <laughs> like you did the best shit. i know no one could come close to him i mean the jackass guys do yeah. not so much pranks once in a while they'll put some hidden camera stuff in you know, like being the old guy or the baby on top of the roof or yeah. something like that. But um, shit in the, in the uh, Chinese restaurant, yeah, they put a piece of shit in the soup. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's always funny. Oh, always, absolutely. <laughs> take that out of context. It's just great. Always. But we did another one where there was a, this abortion clinic near our house. Yeah. And every Saturday morning, there was people out there protesting with their signs. Yeah. So we pulled up there in a the car with a hidden camera. I had a girl in the car. She had a pillow on their shirt like she was pregnant. So we pull up right in front of the protest. It was like five of them, right? Yeah. Pull up right in front of the protest. So she gets out of the car. I get out. I'm like, get in there. And she's like, no, I want to keep my baby. I'm like, get the fuck in there now. And then she starts running away. And I start chasing her down the street with a coat hanger. What did the protesters do? They were like, oh. they, didn't, you know, they were like 50s, 50-year-old women. And stuff. They were like, what the hell is going on? Because we just, I'm like, all right, we got because you know we have to think it out before like, alright we're just going to pull right up fucking do it and you run let's just get you know because we don't know what's going to happen yeah. you know so we're just like let's just fucking do it and go so they were just like holy shit what what uh, uh, you know they started moving a little bit and then they didn't know and then you know we went back and we actually got a release from we talked to them and stuff like that and, from uh, the protesters yeah, yeah. And they were they were pissed <laughs> but we said hey we'll promote your I, th- I don't know what the girl said we'll promote your your, your site or whatever you know at the end of the video which of course we didn't <laughs> <laughs> you know, you your cause and everything like that. Yeah. <laughs> we did another one. Me and Jameson did another one. This is fucking, this is one I'm definitely going to hell for. That one probably, but this one, we went to a grave and we took fucking fresh flowers off a grave yeah. and gave them to our girlfriends. Walked in and we filmed it, giving it to our girlfriends at the time. Yeah. Uh, it's giving it, hey, here's some flowers. Oh, thank you. And they didn't know they were being on, they were on camera. Your know. actual girlfriends at the time? Our actual girlfriends at the time gave yeah. them. Their, I like oh. that shit way better when you're taking like real people in your life. Oh, yeah. Dude, the real people out there didn't yeah. know that we're being filmed because we had a buddy and they didn't. So, um, and they're like, oh, thank you. I'm like, no, sir. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Give them a nice big hug, a kiss, whatever, right? Then a week later, after we edit the piece, we sit them down and we show them where we got the flowers from. <laughs> and and Jameson's girl fucking flipped out and fucking ran out of the uh, out of the house and she wound up breaking up with him like a week later. Really? She was so fucking pissed. I mean, she they were having problems at the time, but she was so pissed that he would do that and that was going to be out there and just embarrassed way embarrassed her and what what a fucking sick individual she he was to take flowers off a grave even though it was for his comedy bit and she wound up believing him. If I can't handle this anymore. Yeah, she fucking went crazy my chick's like oh my god oh 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 like that and she was you know we used to take i used to work at arlington national cemetery uh-huh. for a summer and uh whenever we'd like be drinking like a water bottle or anything and we didn't have anywhere to throw it out we would just take half the flowers out of somebody's you know thing and put them in the water bottle and put it on someone else's grave really that's <laughs> it's like it's not littering technically no not really it's like they already left the flowers here who's gonna complain the exactly. dead guy yeah nobody's coming back to check on them <laughs> I know, really. Hey, somebody stole my flowers. Why do you even leave flowers on a grave? What is that? I never do. What is, yeah, why is that a thing? Jews leave a stone. You put a stone on like the top of the gravestone. Is that what? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why that either. It's the market that you were there. What, what uh, yeah, I don't know. I just go, you know, I got to go to my father's grave. It's like right around the corner. From, I just go there. I go, hey, you know, I just, you know. What do you do? Talk to him? Yeah, this guy. Hey, I miss you. You know, yeah. I don't say it out loud. I don't want anyone to hear me. <laughs> so you know, like, what the fuck are you doing? You're like, all right, we got it. But you know, you still get embarrassed in front of people. Not really. No. Really? I still do once in a while. If I have to do something like that, like talk. If I have to read like a script and like read the line, if anybody passes by, I have to like be quiet. Um, if I'm trying to fuck with people, I'm okay. Right. Yeah. Silly. But if I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, no, nah, I'm all right. You know, it's but you're all comics. We don't, you know. Yeah. 
we're good in our own fucking little world and our own situations, but then we got to go, you know, when you got to go to that like regular party with like regular people, oh, that's yeah. where I fucking feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, when they start like, you know, talking shit and then they start asking about your career and. Oh, like, that's so <laughs> horrible. Do you tell people? Well, they must know you by now. I try not to, but when I'm on a plane, I'll tell people I'm a landscaper. I used to say independent contractor. Yeah, because that's a good one, too. Because with a landscaper, what are they going to ask you about your job? Nothing. Oh. What kind of mower do you have? Yeah. You use a weed eater? You got a Toro? They don't say nothing. Oh, okay. Because if you and start. Then it's done. Yeah, and then it's done. The conversation is done. Plus, as a comic, you'd rather just talk about their job if, the, if you're going to talk at all. Yeah. Find out weird shit about whatever it is. It's, it's, it's so weird, the whole uh, concept of a comic, you know, and the, the people are fucking fascinated by that job. Yeah, I guess so. Fascinated. Be like, you know what it is? I go up on stage, I write jokes, and I go up on stage and tell them, and then that's it. And then I hate myself for 20 hours, and then I do it again. <laughs> the weirdest one, the weirdest thing people say after the show, and they say it a lot, is like you're standing there with the other comics. You guys all know each other? What, what the fuck does that mean? You guys like travel together? Who cares? Why would you want to know that? If you go, you know, hey, how do you like get your dice. material from? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, do you, you know, do you, is it, is it part of your life or do you have a writer? I can understand that. Like people want to know that. But when you go, do you guys travel together or do you guys know each other? Who the fuck cares? Why, why would you ask that question? You tell them that. <laughs> why do you care? What's the difference? You know what my, you know what my greatest one is? What? And it's fucking, you have to do it with a straight face, and it works every time. What? All the comments. So, you know, you I mean, you get it all the time, too, I'm sure. So people come up to you have shows. So where do you go after this? Oh, yeah. Where do you go after this? All right, so this is it. So ask me that. So where do you go after this? Uh, just back to the hotel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, after this. I go, no, well, yeah, just back, well, yeah, I'm just going back to the hotel. No, I mean, like, where do you go after this show? I go back to the hotel. And he just oh, refuses to say anything. <laughs> yeah, but then finally I'm like, oh, oh, just go. No, I just, it's back home. I don't have any gigs for a while. Yeah, it's always But always, just know, right home. back. And the other comics are like, dude, it's going to fucking kill me. Like, when you do it, <laughs> I'm going to fucking laugh. I go, do not laugh. He goes, all right, I'm going to have to walk away. I go, then walk away because it's just like, just back to the hotel. No, I mean. Uh- <laughs> that reminds me of my favorite commercial when I was little. I think it was for the, like, uh, National What's the Black College Fund? What was that? Negro College Fund? Something yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, uh, but it's like one like he was like valedictorian, and then the the the, the girl's parents were like, so Rodney, what are you gonna do after after graduation? And he's like, ah, I'm gonna. He's trying to play it off because he don't have money for college. He's like, I'm gonna go home and get a sandwich, and they're like, No, come on, really? He's like, ah, you know, something. And then he gets all sad <laughs> because he can't afford college. <laughs> <laughs> I like the answer first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know sandwich. Yeah, the thing is too. It's like where are you going after this? Chicago. How does that help? Yeah, you? It's, now it's, what? Yeah, exactly. What's the next question? There's no more talking after that. There's no more. Yeah. Oh, really? Chicago? Oh, that's it. I'm trying to get like. There's no follow up yeah, to that. To not say things that result in zero follow up. Whenever I go to the improv and talk to whoever, like, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. And then now we're done. Right. Just something. Did you hear about? I don't know, something conversation-wise. You know, I thought when I realized you were really good at fucking with people, we were out here at the store. There was one of like the semi-homeless. They want to embarrass this ding-dong show people. Right. But you started, we, she, was ta- she like cornered us and was talking to us. And then the way you started immediately just like asking questions about just whatever, you didn't care at all. 
about her story. Right. <laughs> it's just like, so what kind of car were you driving? How old were the tires on that car? <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> she was trying to get to something, but just seriously straight faced. Oh uh, yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, I could, I could make it uncomfortable. I'm good at that. I just did. It was funny because I just did uh, Amy Schumer's got a new show on Comedy Central, yeah. and there's a whole. She does a sketch where I'm in therapy and I'm telling I'm going to kill my wife yeah. and cut her up and stuff, and you know. I said, you know, and it's coming up, and she's like, she's like, it was my one of my favorite scenes of the whole season because you were just fucking so serious about it. You fucking had that deadpan look on your face. You did that, while yeah, yeah. Saying? I did a scene with her. Yeah. She was a therapist, and I was telling a therapist, "I'm going to kill my," you know, <laughs> you know. I said, "We're having problems." She's like, "Well, how do you think you're going to work it out?" I go, "I think I'm just going to probably just uh, take her on a vacation, plan it, and then fucking uh, cruise and just throw her overboard and just fucking poison her and dump her in the ocean." And she's just staring at me. She's like. Is that you think that's the right thing to do? I'm like, yeah, like that. And she's like, it was just the fucking greatest moment. You didn't even break. <laughs> Straight face. Yeah, yeah. And I was ad libbing some lines, and I'm because she's just staring at me, and I'm just staring. I'm like, well, you know, it's it's not for a couple of weeks, like that. Like I just, <laughs> like that's yeah, answer. like that's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's two weeks away. What's and then he, and then there's another guy in the therapy, and he's talking about how he he went over to fucking like um, the Philippines, and he had some fucking went to, on some sex tour or something like that. Uh-huh. He goes, and I feel bad, so I want to kill my wife too because I can't tell her she'll freak out. And he's like, but and she's like, how do you feel about being over there? He goes, it was great. I'm like, I go to chicks hot, you know. It's like there's no <laughs> reason to say ignoring. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, go to chicks, chicks hot. hot. He's like, yeah, they were. I'm like, really? Yeah, you know? <laughs> they're ignoring. Like, I'm yeah, kill just, my yeah, wife. yeah. I'm gonna kill my. He's gonna kill her. I'm asking if the chicks are hot. I think that show might be good. Metzger was telling me a little bit about. Some yeah, of Metzger stuff. was the guy. He was the one next to me. Oh, really? Yeah, saying oh, nice. saying that. You know, about he was on a sex tour. He was in nice. a bit with me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they were really hot. I'm like, yeah. and then every 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 take, I was doing a different. One. I'm like, did you have a threesome? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, really? They were, and he's like, oh yeah, they were fucking unbelievable. Just, oh, can we <laughs> get back? Ignoring to yeah, just ignoring. Yeah, <laughs> Metz has got that good like Philadelphia degenerate accent. Oh, it was told, you know? it was great every time. I didn't tell him what I was going to tell him. Every time was something, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm like, cool. did you wear a condom? He's like, no, nah, no, it's not all the time. You know, they, you know <laughs> some, yeah, some, of the time. some of the time. <laughs> I love when you ask a guy if he fucks somebody and you like to wear a condom. They go, sometimes. <laughs> you know, that means no. Yeah. That means you didn't. What did you fuck her once with, once without? And my, that's my favorite line whenever some comic tells me or anyone says, I fucked this girl last night. I'm like, did you wear a bag? And, and I don't do it to make them feel guilty. When yeah. they go, no, I go, good for you. <laughs> I love that. If that you did, that you're not irresponsible or whatever. You know, I like the pause. Up. Yeah. They go, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I know. We've all been there. It's fine. I was like an old Norton joke. He goes, I was, I was, I had this hooker in Vegas. He goes, I had a condom, but it was, uh, it was in New York and I was in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I had a condom. But it was, it was in New York boy. and I was in Vegas. Brennan <laughs> <laughs> Zizi asked me that once. It was, it was, uh, it was somebody in like Tempe or something. Hooked up with this college girl. Right. After like two days of like hanging out with her. And he's like, did you wear the condom? I was like, no, it was in my pocket. It was like, (laughs) my pants were already off. Right. So I didn't. And it was like all the way across the room. Right. Tough to get. (laughs) Yeah. At that point. Uh, That's fucking funny, man. What else have you done? What'd you do with like Norton? You guys must have gotten into fucking this shit. Um, fucking with people was Norton. You know, sometimes yeah, but Norton's more of like the, the best stories I've had with Norton would fuck with people is the, is farting. What do you mean? Just farting. like just on the plane and stuff like that. I remember um, 
We were we were a couple different times. We were in first class. I don't know why. <laughs> first what, class is way funnier to fart. Uh, what, uh, without a doubt, yeah, we're two fucking creeps. We got the first two two Cause, seats because they pay extra, so they don't have to be among that element. Yeah, and we're fucking we're in the first two seats as soon as you come into plane, the bulkhead yeah. seats, and we're fucking farting so bad. People are fucking. You see, when they start reaching for the air, you know you're doing a good job. I have a I, you know those little Embraer one forty five planes, like two seats on one side, one on the other, uh-huh. like those fifty seat planes. I have a I, I tell my BlackBerry, my old BlackBerry, but I have a fucking picture of me and Jameson were farting in like the middle of the plane, uh-huh. and at one point I, t- I was t- I was like the paparazzi. There was four hands like eight <laughs> rows up, reaching for the air, and I was snapping away like this. There was people behind me, but I couldn't turn because people were, didn't know where it was coming from. They would have known it was me, but I was snapping. I got a shot of like four hands like this. It's so great to fart. Joey Diaz always farts on planes. What's that? Joey Diaz always farts he does? on planes. They'll wake you up. You'll wake you like oh. <laughs> Jesus you have to see where it's coming from you just see him smiling oh yeah it, it, it's fucking funny every time man he would do the thing where if we're all driving it'd be like me Rogan and him and I'd be in the back seat and I would just smell this horrible and I'm like oh and I go to roll my window down but he put the child safety locks on oh, absolutely that's a freaking pro move <laughs> all you do is like open the door while you're driving <laughs> always so always, always or hold the locks that I can't that's always do that move. yeah that's a fucking pro move <laughs> You know, I like doing when somebody's in front of me getting their seatbelt on. You know how it goes up and then down? It's like a pulley system. Yeah. So you just, the down part, you just hold on to that. And they keep thinking it's caught. Oh, and they keep trying to pull more. You just hold it. You don't pull back. <laughs> right. You just hold it steady. And they keep going for like 10 minutes. <laughs> they, go, they shove it back in, then out, and they cannot get it out. Uh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Me and Jameson were just on a plane recently. We were in first, too. And um, this guy, business guy, fucking, you know, button down, khakis. Yeah, is you know we're two seats here. He's one row ahead of us in the aisle seat, so he's working on his laptop. The guy's fucking motoring away, getting all his work done. And Jameson's farting. At fir- and at first he goes for the air. He puts it on. He's fucking. He looks around. He keep- goes back to work and he shuts the air off when the smell goes. Goes for the air again. And then by the fucking within twenty minutes into the flight, Jameson was on fire. So that he just fucking put his shirt over his nose and was just tapping away like this for like ten minutes. He didn't even look. He just looked. and whenever he farted because he had a t-shirt underneath, he'd go right to the t-shirt. And just keep going like this and never and just kept fucking. Plowing away, and I was trying to snap pictures of it. I was like, "The guy, go! I got to get a picture of this guy." Oh, this with, guy with his I couldn't get it on. with the fucking BlackBerry because he, he, I thought he might be looking at a corner of his eye. I didn't want to, but you know, it's hard to know where it was people knowing. Yeah, so I was trying to. I'm like, "Fuck! I got to get this picture," but I just couldn't get it. But it was fucking hilarious. Do you pretend to type and then like aim it at people? Oh yeah, I do that absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, somebody was. I saw. I think it was in Boston, and uh, I was there with Rogan. But I had one of those flip up cameras. So right. Um, and uh, I was taking a picture of this guy. This girl was passed out drunk on the ground, like prone, like completely out. And this guy was trying to pick her up. I'm assuming to go home with fuck her. I don't know. But he's right. like, come on, come on. And so I'm taking a picture of it because of how ridiculous it is. And then uh, he goes, dude, what the fuck? You taking a picture of this? And Joe uh, Rogan was like defending him. He's like, dude, he's, he's texting. Relax. And I was like, oh, no, I'm taking a picture. There's a, there's a front camera. On right. He can clearly see. <laughs> it's got his image in the front camera. Like, he can tell. Right. He, he, could, he could tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're trying to rape this girl. I'm going to take a picture of it. It's funny to me. I remember after a show, um, 
at a comedy club one night, me and the other comic were in a park a lot, and we were, uh, there was a chick puking, and I love taking pictures of people puking. Oh, yeah. For, I love that. I have so many fucking pictures of people puking. I like puking. girls crying. Yeah, well, girls crying are great, too. So this chick's in the fucking, in the bushes puking, and mm-hmm. the guy's fucking, the guy friend is holding her and helping her. It's okay, it's okay. And she's like, and, and we start fucking snapping pictures. It's like two in the morning, so the yeah. flash is going off, and the guy just turns around and goes, that's a fucking dick move like that. I'm like, you know, and we walked away. Go, you know what? He's right. It that is. is a dick that move. is a dick move. Yeah, but what else is the chance, your choice do you have? I know. That's a She's dick move. She's not going to remember. She's drunk. I uh, <laughs> I woke up. The first time I got drunk, I was in Israel, and I woke up with just like, just everything drawn on my face and toothpaste and Doritos stuck in my ear and my butt crack. Right. It's like, what, are you not going to do that when somebody's drunk? Of course. You're not going to fuck with them in some way? No, well, now you can. Now, you know. Why? That's fucking, you know. What? People get in trouble now. You stick a finger in someone's ass. You know, you do uh, something right. like that, and all of a sudden, like, oh, look what I was passed out. Look Did you see that guy got arrested for, um, there was some, like, passed out, like, LSU fan. It was after, like, an LSU-Alabama game, something like that. And there was a passed out fan of the guy who team who lost. Right. Drunk. And so one of the winning t- guys, they're all like, ah, this guy's drunk. And this one guy took his dick out and, like, put it in the, in the, in the passed out guy's mouth. And there was video of it, like, ah, LSU sucks my ball. And they were like, that's... That's yeah. That's sexual. <laughs> yeah, assault. I mean it is. But you can't stick your dick and balls into someone's mouth. <laughs> but it's not. That's one the intention at all. Right. It's just to embarrass him, I guess. But it's like, yeah, they got convicted. Yeah, I mean, Something you know, bad. we've done that, that, that for years. My, I, my friend, one of my best friends, does a thing um, where someone passes out at a party drunk. He sticks his finger in his ass, just like all the way there. in, oh, and, and fucking it. sticks it under their nose to wake him up like a smelling salt. Sticks in his own ass? In his own ass. Oh, okay. In his own ass and puts it on there. And if they don't wake up, he fucking rubs it all over their gums. <laughs> we call it crack finger. All over their gums? Yeah, the gums <laughs> in their mouth. <laughs> oh, so gross. And when he pulls that finger out of his ass, the whole room reeks. It's that bad. I mean, it's not even like, you know, just a little funky smell. It's fucking awful. We did, my, when, I was, when I was living in Israel, this guy went home for like a week or something. Went back to America. Right. his toothbrush there. And we all, on his camera, took pictures of his toothbrush. We, like, posed with it and then had it up our asses <laughs> and then back in. Right. And never told him. And he, I'm sure he got his film developed at some point, but never mentioned it. Oh, so you put, oh, you put it on his camera. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, that's yeah. great. So he could see it later. That's great. Yeah. I love taking pictures of my dick when I find someone's camera. Oh, well, we used to always do that. Like, I used to live down in Florida during the heyday when... Um, it was spring break, uh-huh. so all these chicks would come from, like, fucking Iowa, and they'd have the cameras. This is before you can even see, you know, just the old-school cameras. We had to yeah. go get the film developed, so you couldn't see any pictures. And, you know, we'd always hook up with them. We'd go back to the hotel, and as soon as they went into the bathroom, we'd all... That was all... all we didn't even care about getting laid. <laughs> fucking open our assholes, our dicks, pull them like this, <laughs> like that, and then yeah, fucking we're like... Apart. Yeah, and we're hoping, like, mom... You know, mom, here's my vacation pictures, because they already know what's on. Go, go develop and stuff. And we did that so many fucking times that's the worst part about digital cameras is that stuff I know. has gone away and then you can't fuck up a picture I've been I've been photobombing pictures for a long time people see it yeah they see it they go oh that asshole was in the back I they make it. it better now when someone's taking pictures of me after a show it's like somebody was in there I'm like well then that's a better picture absolutely it looks cooler now yeah Dice did that to me once early on before I was like still scared of him you know right. when he could he would turn his wrath on me all the time yeah but he was and he would never take pictures of anybody he was like no beat it yeah, you know, I have never seen anybody rooted to his fans. <laughs> he would do this thing here. We'd get up on a step. I don't know if you ever saw him do that. He would he would on the belly room steps to come right. up here. He would step up like three steps, and somebody came up to say hi to him. He would stand up, so he's three steps above them and never looked down at them. 
just look straight out. <laughs> so they'd be like, I'm a good fan of yours. And he'd be like, okay, I need to offer them his hand. But never look it down at them down at all, them. just above them. Uh-huh, yeah. But anyway, somebody's like, can we get a picture? And he goes, yeah, okay, you can get a picture. And I'm like, oh, what's this? And he goes, Ari, take the picture. And he hands me their their camera. Right. But he like holds it in my hand for like an extra second or two. He doesn't just pass it to me. He passes me and stops for a second and looks at me. And that was it. And I was right. like, I don't know what that meant. Right. You don't know what to do, yeah, what he's so up to. I took, I took it. I posed. And then I just I got him like out of it. I just like took a half shot of their face and nothing of him. Right. And then I, was, I handed it back. And I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. But then like 10 minutes later, he goes, did you get me in it? at all and i was I like no and he's like good for you i know I like, okay cool i handled this right i know it's so funny you know it, club soda kenny i'm friends with uh-huh. he toured with dice for a long time as manager and before the, the, yeah, you know, the, the, the digital cameras he always you know the old school cameras whenever they had a code whenever someone wanted a picture of course dice would say yes right away just because so kenny would take the picture and it would always just at their feet there was never heads in the picture yeah and it came out good yeah it came out great thank you and they wouldn't even no, it's like a later. Every time. <laughs> That's a weird thing about certain pranks where it's like if you don't get the payoff. You'll never get to see the reaction. Yeah, it's true. But you know what? Even just knowing that they're eventually no going to see that. The first time I met Dice was here at the Comedy Store. Uh-huh. Me and Norton. It's like 1999. We're out here doing. It was my first day ever in L.A. We're doing yeah. the Louis uh, Anderson did this comedy showcase thing on NBC. Yeah. It was like late night. So me and Norton got picked to do it. So we come out here and Norton gets a set here to work on the night before. We fucking see Dice. We're like, holy shit, there's Dice. We never met him before. We're huge fans. Of his. So yeah. we go up to him and Voss is talking. Him. Voss knew him a little. So they're right out here. And I'm like, hey, hey uh, Dice, um, I'm a big fan. Can I get a picture? He goes, no. It's <laughs> so quick. And I'm like, um he's like, No. No, I'm not getting you a picture. And I'm like, Yeah, but I'm a big fan. He goes, So what? He goes, What that means I gotta take a picture with you? He goes, Nobody tells me what to do. And he just fucking stare and you know, he just starts talking to Voss again and I'm me and Norton are standing there 'cause and I'm like I'm like, you know what, fuck this, man. I'm gonna try one more time. I go, I you know, I gotta get a picture with him. I go, Dice, I go. I go, we're comics from New York. And he just turns, you know, he gives you that fucking look. Uh-oh, yeah. I go, we're, com- we're fans of yours. He's like, yeah? And I'm like, holy shit, this guy's going to punch me in the face. Because <laughs> he's fucking giving me that dumb look like an inch away from me. He's like, yeah? He goes, yeah, sure. He goes, oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. You comment? Oh, yeah. Because I was just fucking with you. <laughs> he goes, I always do that. I just want to make sure that, you know, usually people really walk not, away. He's, he's got this weird code of ethics where it's really not about being mean. He's just about entertaining someone else. Yeah, absolutely, him. but it was nobody. Like Voss wasn't. Voss. He knew us, but Voss wasn't even laughing because we all thought it was going to be a fight. Yeah, because he was so fucking. You know, he was so serious about it. And then we became best friends with the guy right after and we took, took pictures. Open, open for him. After yeah, that. but then we we told him about the day to laugh that died records that he has where he yeah. bombs. So amazing. Me and me and Norton would fucking just take road trips and listen to that shit over and over again. We knew every word. Jameson the same way. We knew every fucking you know little fucking little thing he threw in, and we were telling him how funny they were. He's like, I don't remember doing those records, and we started telling some of the the jokes on there. He's like, Holy! He's laughing. He's like, I said that. Well, like, yeah. He goes, Hey, you know what? I got a good idea. He goes, Why don't you and and Norton, you you two go up on stage tonight and do those jokes for the audience, and me and my friends will sit in the back and watch the jokes from the day to laugh from the day to laugh to die. So he went and told the manager, he goes, hey, these two guys are going on. He was, I don't know who it was at the time. The manager's like, no, we got a hold. He goes, I don't care. Put them on. They're doing eight minutes. So we went up there with two mics, just Jim and Jim. These next two comedians are Jim and Jim. And we took turns on each mic. Telling Dice Go, Yeah, Bette Midler shit yodels. Nobody believes me. 
nothing. And the fucking and Dice and his friends fucking howling Dying in the, in the back. back. Yeah. My chick works at Pizza Hut. Maybe I'll go by and smell a pussy later. I like to fuck a chick with one sock on, so I got something to wipe my prick with off afterwards. Just And the people just, uh, I fuck chicks some hot food. Uh, you know, I just buy them coffee. And that's like the whole joke. And people are like, what the fuck is this? And they're dying in the back. <laughs> Dice made this guy David Taylor open for him. And he made him. He was just like a smart comic, and he was did whatever he did. But right. he goes, when you do my introduction, I want you to go as long as possible. And he kept being in the back going, stretch, stretch. <laughs> so he'd be like, they've done with him. You know, they don't want an opener. They want dice. Yeah. And so he does a set. It goes however it goes. And he goes, this next comic, you guys are ready for your headliner. Dice has been compared to what, you know. And they goes, you know, right. Shakespeare once said... <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps going and they're booing they're like bring him the fuck up <laughs> it just keeps going and going more ornate just keeps talking about things oh and he loves it he's just in the back just dying oh yeah you know what he did with us me and Jameson were open fans. a forum yeah. he fucking says alright this is how the show is gonna go Jameson you go on first Florentine you're second I'm third so Jameson you're up there Florentine, as soon as you feel like you should go on stage, just walk out on stage. <laughs> well, I'm like, what? He's like, no, seriously. And I'm like, what? what? No, I gotta, I'm going to wait. He goes, no, no, no. Just when you feel like... He goes, you know what? No, forget it. He goes, I'll do it for you. So when Jameson's <laughs> up there... So Jameson's like six... He, and uh, Jameson's like, well, at least can you give me a warning so I can go into my last bit? He's like, no. No, that's not how it works. That's not how this works. So Jameson's up there like seven minutes. He doesn't know. And then Dice goes, just go out there. He's like in the middle of a joke. He goes, get out. So I come through the curtain right behind Jameson. Like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, give it up for Don. He just walks off. And now I'm up there and I'm like, when the fuck is Dice coming out? And he comes out like eight minutes into my set. No intro or anything. I'm in, the middle of, I'm in the middle of a bit. And he fucking all of a sudden, here, and I look and he's fucking standing right there. I go, give it up for Andrew Dice Clay. And that was the show. <laughs> was Afterwards, people are like, what the fuck was that? The creep on the crowd. Like, why didn't you? Guys? No satisfaction to be able no, to boom, boom. Good no, night. No. Nothing. Nothing. Just, <laughs> oh, I'm done now. You guys, and you know, like, I want to at least know it maybe when he's coming out so I can get this, you know, close on a good bid or whatever it was. But he yeah. just walks out in the middle of my bed. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> just to entertain himself. The best was there was a, we were doing this uh, theater in Connecticut. Yeah. We were running late. They were flipping out. There was like 1,500 people that was sold out. We finally get up there, and they're freaking out. They're like calling. The show was supposed to start at 8. We showed up at like 8.42. Yeah. So they're fucking out of their minds. They think people are going to leave. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a riot. They're fuck- so they're calling the agent. You like showed up 45 minutes after 45 the show was minutes to start? At, yeah. After wow. the show's supposed to start. So they're, the agent's basically saying, as soon as you get out of that uh, out of that car, Jameson, the opener, is fucking running on the stage to get the show started. We're escorting him to the stage. So we get this. The dice is like, watch this. So we pull up. There's fucking all the promoters, the managers. are like eight guys out front ready to fucking escort you know, us into the building. Dice, I come out. Jameson comes out. And Dice comes. And they're escorting Jameson. He's like, no, hold up, hold up. And then Dice comes out and pretends he's completely drunk. Yeah, they're, they have to. Ha- we're ha- helping him. He's got his arms over me and James. He's like, hey, Dad, where are we? And the promoters are out of there for this a fucking sold out show. And he's like, hey, what are we? Is this California? And they're like freaking out. So we we carry him into the dressing room, and the promoter goes, "Come here." And he brings over. He says, "Is he drunk? What's going on?" I go, "I, I don't know." He goes, "What do you mean you don't know? You were in a limo with him." I go, "I'm not sure." He goes, "How we we got a sold out show? What am I? Should I can't? What am I going to do?" He said. 
say he can't go on stage like that. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He's like, what do you mean you don't know what he's screaming at me? I go, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. He's like, he's fucking drunk. And he, w- he wouldn't make Jameson go on stage. He's like, no, come back here. Wouldn't de- let him start? Wouldn't let him start, of course. And then the DJ comes in because he goes, get the guy with the music. So then the DJ comes in because he wants to come up to music. And everyone's fucking waiting. He's like, come on, let's go. And he's like, that song, do you know the, the thing? The DJ's <laughs> like, what? He goes, you know that the, 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 the makes new mo- noise? He's so great at that thing. Yeah, nothing. and the guy's like, noise? Yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes oh, which song? I got to get the show started, Andrew. I, I don't have to be rude. He goes, that the... That you know, the one that makes the noise. Just uh, I like that one. He's like, what? Are you, which one? He goes, no, the one. You know, the, it was fucking went on for like eight minutes. These guys are out of their minds. Finally, fucking Jameson goes up. I go up. He's still acting drunk. Yeah. They're freaking. I walk off stage, and James is like, they're fucking so pissed. So now we have to go get we have to go get Dice out of the room. We're carrying up the stairs. He's still acting drunk. The promoters are all there. Like, too. Holy shit! You got to be fucking kidding me. What's gonna happen as soon as they go? Andrew Dice Clay. He walks out. Out there, hey, sorry, you guys do, and just fucking completely went into his character, and they would looked at us like you motherfuckers, <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> He's so good at that. So the, all He'll the way up stop. to even as they were walking, because he was saying, "You guys come out with me," and the pro was like, "They can't. They're already up there." He goes, "No, seriously, don't leave me up there by myself. You get, get come out with me, all three of us." And we weren't. And then he goes, "Andrew Dice Clay." And he walks up. Hey, how you doing? And goes right into his bed. Did you guys see that and just realize, like, oh, we can do whatever we want then? It was unbelievable. If Dice can get away with this, we can do some shit. Well, he hasn't been back there. So. <laughs> I don't know. You know. But, and and uh, supposedly they fucked him out of money, like, over numbers. Oh, really? And we were thinking, like, that's why. I mean, he put oh, them through so that. much torture. That, yeah. that supposedly, like, you know, it was some kind of bonuses and he didn't get them and he thought he should have. It was all. And thing. that's why he didn't get the bonuses? That's why he fucked with them the next time? No, no, that, no. He didn't get them after, after the show. When he when he left, the check that he got, he was really fucking pissed. It should have been more, and I think like, they did, did that. This, like, all right, now we're even because you guys you fucking tortured us. <laughs> yeah, he used to tell us all the time, like, come watch my first five minutes, see how long I can go without saying a word. Really? Yeah, but he would talk, but he just wouldn't say anything of importance. He was like, "So is that the uh, the thing? You know, with the guy, you pull out the thing, and uh, you know, these guys come up to you." And they always talk about it, you know. And, you know, I don't want to be here. <laughs> You're like, what are you even saying? It's uh, not even started yet. I watch people chuckling. But you like, you have no idea what he was even talking about. We would, we would open for Dice in uh, Vegas, me and Norton, years uh-huh. ago. And packed house. And he's like, watch my first few minutes. Yeah. So he'd walk up there. We'd introduce him, whatever. He'd go, the place would go nuts. And he would just stare at the microphone, the stand. And he'd be behind it, and he'd be checking out like a chick. And he's just looking at it for like two minutes straight. Like, eh, making his, eh, I don't know. Just look, not saying a word. And then what he would do, he'd go, and he would take the mic stand and move it over like an inch and get on the mic. Okay, that's good. And then start a show. No reason, no fucking, for no reason whatsoever. Move yeah. the mic stand over an inch and then start a show. Two minutes of complete silence. Do you ever have friends get mad at you for doing shit? We are like, can you stop for once and live a normal life? Well, my wife. She just doesn't like it. Who are well, you married to? Uh, you never met her before. Okay. But no, she more just because I'm just, you know. Annoying her. Yeah, just, you know, every everything she's, you know, did you get there okay? I'm like, no. Oh. Like, you know, yeah, just, you know, text me when I land. I'm like, why? 
Why? What's this going to do? Yeah. My mom would always do that. Yeah. Just, make sure. Just tell, let me know when you're leaving the club so I know and you're on your way home. You know, like that. I'm like, I made it again. <laughs> you know, like that. I'm just like, I'm just a dick and I, I got to stop it. There's no reason for it. It's like, why do they want you to tell them? I hate that stuff. My mom would always do that. Girlfriends always do that. I tell, oh, I go, I've been, I've been driving for 20 years. I never got in an accident. Yeah. I made it home after every show. But she's like, I'm just being, I'm just concerned. I was like, all right, you know, but yeah, so I, uh, I got that for more for my wife then. Yeah, I could see that. You guys used to tell me about, uh, somebody in Vegas once or Atlantic City, somebody coming up going, like, I lost my, did you guys see any keys here? I think I lost my keys. And everyone's like, oh no, like around whatever the crap stable, whatever. And then as soon as the guy would turn to leave, one of you, maybe you or Norton, would just be like, oh, here they are. But then refuse to like. Oh yeah, look up. Yeah, and then we come back. And, what? Did you, did you see the keys? Yeah, and Who, and yeah. They walk away. Whose keys it is? And, and then <laughs> where? <laughs> and then just not look at them. Oh, yeah. And then wait to leave again. And we're like, oh, did somebody lose some keys? And like, who's saying that? I know. Oh, it's uh, yeah. The ba- I did just I just did recently at um in the airport at United Airlines. This woman's checking in the kiosk and she can't fucking figure it out. The computer. It's like six in the morning. I guess she was late for a flight. She's screaming. Can somebody from United help me? Is there somebody from United work here? I go. I do. And she's like, who? Who? And she's looking around. She's like, who said that? Who said that? And I'm you don't just look looking at them. No, don't even look up. I'm I'm just doing my own thing. Who who just said that? Does anyone know who said that? It was <laughs> fucking flipping that? out. Who said that? And I was by myself. I was by myself. Wasn't even to entertain anybody just else. Practice. Just me. I do. And then just look right back and refuse to look at them because they're yeah. waiting for someone to be looking at them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then she's trying to find out from anyone else who said that. <laughs> just so they can get mad at you. Yeah, just go. Why would you say that? I don't know. I thought it'd be fun to have you look around. Yeah. Stop that freaking cool. out. Yeah. Your reaction. That's why. <laughs> I know. That's the reason. <laughs> Man, do um, you have anything to promote or anything? Um. You have a show or Twitter or anything? I don't know. What do you? Oh, I have a podcast. Oh, there you go. What comedy, comedy metal midgets. Comedy metal midgets. Yeah, it's what called. Is it? I don't. Know, it's do? just you know me fucking around. Yeah, just ranting on shit. I have different comics or guys and bands on. So yeah, it doesn't it does you know? So yeah, one week I'm just riffing about the fucking NFL or sports or some shit. Oh, whatever you want. Yeah, just what do whatever it? I want. Then I have a guest on or whatever. So iTunes. Yeah, it's on iTunes. Comedy metal midgets. And that's uh, a lot easier than radio, right? I fucking love it, man. Yeah. Just do whatever you want. You know what's weird, man? It's with the podcast, they're so much more popular on the West Coast. Yeah. And people listening to them than the East Coast. Yeah, how come? I don't, me and Bobby Kelly, I think, are the only guys that do yeah, it's podcasts weird. on the East Coast. Because I thought, I remember talking to Bobby about it. It's like, oh, you've got a podcast. And it was like early on when the West Coast started them. So yeah. I assumed that East Coast was starting too, and they just didn't. No, no one does them. It's weird. And then people don't even know. Like, even just people that live in the area, I go, I got a podcast. Like, what is that? Is What's that on? Podcast? Did you got, is it on my iPod? I'm like, <laughs> it can be. I, I, yeah, I guess. Uh, you know, and I'm, I, I just basically tell people, I go, look, it's like a radio show. It's free. You can yeah. listen to it on your phone or wherever. I go, just go to my website and you can get it for free. It's so hard That's to get why I have to explain it. They don't know what a podcast is. You're like, forget it then. Yeah, they're like, well, who, what is, who listens to that? You know, like I, the, people have no idea. But the West Coast, everybody listens to it. You know, and, and a lot of yeah. people have them. And there's, they're, they're, they're They'll way catch pop- on the East Coast. They will, sure, man. Sure. I'm telling you, man. It's fucking, people love them, though. How come the East Coast hasn't caught on? It's because you guys have, like, uh, have, have like Stern and Opie and Anthony and, like, bigger radio people? I don't know. It's really weird. Huh. I don't know why it hasn't. Because there's no, it doesn't have to be, like, 
geographically based at all. No, it does not. Absolutely not. You know, no, I get a you know you a, you know, a lot of people listen overseas in Europe and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and Australia listen to them and stuff. So I don't know. But when it, I got like one download in Zimbabwe, I was like, who the fuck was in Zimbabwe and got my fucking podcast? <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I was in the Portland, Oregon airport one time waiting for a plane, and this guy yeah. comes off, and he he must he just saw me just sitting there waiting, and he shows me his phone, and he was listening to my podcast. Oh, nice. And it wasn't like he set it up where he saw me, because I was sitting right yeah. when they come out, and he goes, dude, like that. I'm, I'm like, holy right shit. Yeah, yeah he like had that. his headphones People on. Me that. Like, I'm listening to this right now. Oh, yeah, That's it was pretty, pretty cool. cool. I'm like, wow. In Portland, everyone listens to podcasts there. Yeah, they're big there. Yeah. Some Bobby Lee said he thought it was something was interesting when he was taking one of those those bike cabs. In Portland, right for five bucks, and the guy was like, "Oh yeah, I heard you on a podcast." He's like, "Really? How would you? Interesting. Right. I put more attention to the internet. Do you treat your fans any different than like civilians in terms of like fucking with them? Like Dice doesn't seem to give a shit. Um, oh, it depends. If they're annoying, I'll fuck with them. Oh yeah, I totally will. Yeah, you know, like the whole thing. You know, where are you going after this? Then you just like it's back to the hotel, yeah, and then and you know, you know, but yeah, if they're if they're especially if they're dicks, because some people are, yeah, you know, they say you're fans, but they're not, and then they're, I, they're I not, try not to, are. but if they're if, but then you know, the thing is with them, if you give them too much, then they expect more, and then they, they get going. pissed at you. Yeah, then that's why pissed. guys call that guy. Yeah, like, let me just go the opposite way. Right, and then they get pissed. They think you're your buddy, and then they you know, like, well, like, you, gotta, you, you hang out. You know, some guy buys your beer after a show in fucking Knoxville. And then, you know, you hang and talk on him for like 20 minutes about music or comedy, whatever. And then the next time you come back there, he's fucking, you know, Twittering you or fucking emailing you going, dude, can you hook me up with tickets? You know, I got four people coming Saturday. I've been telling people about your show. Can you hook me up? Can you hook me up? And they keep sending you a message. Then you don't. And then they go, that guy's a fucking dick. Yeah, you can't worry about that. Yeah. It's on you. You're being like Yeah, so I'm the dick. Yeah. But anybody, somebody's drunk. I'm like, all right, I'm, it's on. I don't care anymore. Yeah, you're not going to remember this that much, and like, you're you're like a rabid dog. I like, can't deal reason with you, especially if you sell merchandise after the show. You're fucking cornered, and I do. Oh, so yeah. you get fucking pounded. That's when they get you. They wait. The worst is when they stand in front of your merch table. Oh, like, I know. You just like, move the side and bother I, me. I, I, so I try. Can at least I know. See, there's a t-shirt available. I try to like be nice <laughs> about that, you know. But the guys like, oh, you know, yeah. Just the worst is when people come out to you before a show. I always try to hide in the back. Yeah. Because I really like got to focus before, and I, I don't want to be fucking talking and arguing about music. Because a lot of people come because I, you know, I work on that music show. So guys in Iron Maiden shirts want to argue why I picked Judas Priest over Iron Maiden. That's their big beef, you know. Like they get fucking just so passionate about it. So I'm just like, it I'll... took four minutes to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I go. I really, I just not that's my just, life. That's just what I said. I don't know. I go. I like that fucking album better. I'm yeah. sorry if you like that one better. But um, the drunk ones, when they come up, if you catch it before the show and they want to buy you a drink, and I go, Nah, I don't drink before the show. Like, why not? I just don't. I go, I don't. Yeah, but come on, just have one. I go, yeah, look, but come go, on. I go, I'm going to work. I go, do you drink before you go to work? Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you have a shot of fucking Jaeger in your car before you go in? No, but it's different. I go, no, it's not because I'm fucking working up there. Just have one. You know what I tell people now Jeez, when so they're forcing booze on me? I go, look, I go, um, I go, no, nah, it's okay. Come on, man. Let me just buy you one. And then I go, look, I go, I got two DWIs. And if I get a third one, I go to jail for 10 years. Oh, nice. That's people a good one. I understand it because so, I feel like you're a fellow drunk. Right. So but. then they, so most, 80% of the time, they go, oh, all right, sorry, man. Sorry. Okay, no problem. You want a water? And I go, yeah, I'll take a water. So that usually works. But sometimes a club owner just said this to me recently. I got, I got two DWIs. He goes, so, and I, I go, I got, okay. if I got a third one, I go away for 10 years. He goes, that's it? That's not that much. 
That's what he says. He goes, so you're still not going to have a drink with me? What? Yeah. And I go, no, I go, uh, sorry, I go, I just met, it's a little fucking one-nighter. I go, look, I just met you, and I'm not, he goes, it's one shot. I go, I got a three-hour drive. I'm not, if I just met you, so you, you want me to risk going to jail for 10 years so, so I can have a drink with you. And what does he say? I don't know. The fact they won't ever give in when they realize, like, oh, here's logic telling me, oh, I should stop this. Yeah. But people will still go, you, st- you just don't want, w- you can't do one shot. Like, even after I tell them I'm going to go to jail for 10 years, yeah. you can't just do one shot? How far do you have to drive? <laughs> so rude. How far do you have to drive? <laughs> what are you talking about? If it's a block. I, even it's if 10 it's a, years I of know, my life. Even if it's a, and they believe it. It's not like they think I'm fucking yeah. with them when I say that. Club owners are the ones that always, like, won't let go. Like, I want you to drink right yeah. now. And it's like, I don't feel like getting drunk. Yeah. If you have weed, I'll smoke with you. Otherwise, right. forget it. Right. But whenever people offer to buy me a drink, it's always I realize this: they own you until that drink is done. Yeah, yeah, because then they're they're standing around. Yeah, you know, I talk to my family, them, and you're I holding think, their beer they bought you, and you're like, "Fuck, all right." I'll Usually, what family. I'll do is like, "Look, I, thanks anyway," but I get them for free here. That's so I'll what just I get say my too. own. Yeah. I go, "Don't spend your money." You know, you already spent money. I'll get it on my own. I do that a lot too. Yeah, that one's good. People are like, oh, "Okay," people, but you know, with drunks, they get mad when you don't want to have a drink. Yeah. And they fucking yell at you. I'm like, I don't know. You're a pussy. Come on. You can't. I go, look, I've been doing this for 20, 20 years, five, six days a week. I do stand up. So if I drank before every show, I'd fucking have no, I'd be an alcoholic. You'd have, I'd be no, have liver. no liver. You'd have to be 40 pounds heavier. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought maybe. I know. I know it's what you a, thought. <laughs> it's I know amazing. What you you didn't think it through. What goes That's on. Well. It's a, you know, you're the biggest puss. One time this chick buys yeah, me a, a fucking, yelling after you. the show, I'm talking to people at the bar, right? Yeah. This girl comes over. She goes, here, I got you a drink. I go, what is this? It was a fucking, what a fucking girly drink. She goes, oh, it's a Long Island iced tea. And I go, I go, yeah, thanks, but I don't drink this. She's like, yeah, but I bought it for you. I go, yeah, but I go, I don't drink a Long Island iced tea. He's like, yeah, but, but, but I got it for you. I go, thanks. I go, but I, you know, I would have taken a beer or something. You didn't even ask. She's like, yeah, I know, but I go, I don't drink. This is a fucking chick drink. I don't drink this. <laughs> it's seven alcohols and fucking orange juice yeah. and a fucking, you know, and, 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 and yeah, an umbrella in it and a fucking, you know, cherry. And she's like, yeah, but I go, I don't want this. She's like, I can't believe I bought you a drink and you won't drink it. I go, I don't fucking drink Long Island iced teas. I don't know what to tell you. She's like, I can't. And then her boyfriend's like, look, he doesn't want it. She's like, yeah, but I bought it for him. Like, just because he bought so it. So what? I know. So my feature act, I go, Joe, can you drink this? He goes, fine, I'll drink it. I go, here. So he's going to drink it. <laughs> and she was okay. mad afterwards. She's like, whatever. Fine. I love when you see girls getting mad and you're like, I'm not fucking you, so I don't have to deal with this. That's the that's the greatest line. <laughs> Just that's, totally free. That's the greatest line ever. Look, I am no vested interest. I'm not fucking yeah. you tonight, so I don't care. You're just being an unreasonable adult. I know. It's and, the, it's the greatest when you put a drunk girl in their place with that. Yeah. Like, I'm not fucking you tonight, so I don't have to kiss your ass. Uh, yeah, and that's what you're usually getting. You're usually getting people kissing your ass because yeah. they think maybe. Because they want to fuck you. But I know I'm not going to. I see your boyfriend right there, or right. I don't feel like fuck. Whatever it is. <laughs> right. I already have somebody even tonight. Whatever it is, you're like, you're, you don't have no power over me yeah so treat me like a real person or forget it nothing worse at a comedy show than a drunk white girl drunk white because they won't shut up and uh, you know what i do so entitled you know what i exactly when i get i get to the point where i go sir you know he's the boyfriend or husband i go why is she acting like this i go just look around the room right now i go there's a bunch of other girls here with guys and they're not acting like this not all of them do this only her I go you know i go um, i have a feeling this isn't the first night she's caused a scene in public 
I go, there are a lot of girls out there that just fucking sit there and behave. Why do you, why, do you hate oh, do you yourself? Stay with this one? Yeah, yeah. I go, do you, do you hate yourself that much that you want, wow. that you have to deal with this? Oh, yeah, nice. I fucking. <laughs> nice. I do it like that. Get it gets real so off. fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> one guy wanted to did? fight me. He's like, dude, I'm fucking, right outside after the show, he stood up right in the front. I go, so you're going to fight me because your chick is fucking completely hammered and ruining the We're show. So How is this my fault? Yeah. How is this my fault? How are you blaming this on me? So <laughs> you meet him with logic. It's so fun. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, yeah, they can't get it. Let's reason this out. Yeah. <laughs> they can't. Yeah. No. Absolutely wait. Not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait. Yeah. Why am I mad at you? <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, all right. I don't know. Is there anything else? Oh, what's your ideal reaction of a person once you fuck with them? Is like there a good way to handle it and a bad way to handle it? When you fuck with them? Yeah. Once they realize, like, okay, I've been fucked with. Well, our whole thing was, and even with, like, with the prank calls that we did, is never... What prank the, calls did you do? Why well, I used to work on crank gangers, and I have, oh, yeah. I have, like, I have like five CDs Wait, out. you were special ed? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I forgot yeah. about that. That was amazing. And I, did, I have five CDs out where I fuck with telemarketers. Okay. Me and Jameson, when telemarketers What are they house. called? Terrorizing telemarketers. Okay, there's vo- five volumes out, and we just are they fucking, out on iTunes and stuff. Yeah, they're on iTunes. Yeah, and they just torture people. I mean, these telemarketers call. You in wait for them to them. call you. Yeah, and, and I just record. pretend like I, yeah, I record them, and fucking. I mean, That's so, the best because they're calling they, and they can't hang up. Right? No, they, as long as you don't curse or tell them you don't want don't the product, curse. they can't hang up. Yeah, so I just fucking lead, keep leading them on, lead them on, lead them on, lead them on. They can't hang up. <laughs> I would love when people call and they wouldn't give me, or I would call them, they wouldn't give me the service I wanted. Like, whatever the answer was, I didn't get it. Right. Like we'll give you a refund or whatever. We'll get you a higher speed internet, whatever it is. Right. So, like, is there anything else we can do for you? I'm like, what do you mean else? Don't say else because you didn't do the first thing. <laughs> I would funny. get so pissy. That's and they're like, well, if there's nothing else, uh, that's it then. And I'm like, okay. And I would just leave the phone by my, if I'd be napping, so I'd just by my head right. for like 20 minutes. And eventually they'd be like, so, sir, is there anything else I could do? For you? Yeah, you realize because they, they can't, can't hang, hang up. up. They usually have a, usually an hour time limit on a call, and then they can go. Then they can they go. I technically, I have to hang up now. I've gotten to the point a couple a bunch of times where they go. It's at an hour. I have to hang up. But yeah, they'll stay on the phone, which is I fucking had somebody great. call me once. I realized there were real people when somebody called me like, "Hey, can we introduce you to the New York Times?" But I'm like, "Ugh," and I just hung up. <laughs> and then I got a call like two minutes later. And it just goes, how does it feel? And then it hung up. Really? Oh, that's yeah. funny. That's it was great. like, must have been early in his career there. <laughs> right, like, yeah. like this? <laughs> do you have five volumes of that stuff? Yeah, I got five volumes of wow, it. Wow, yeah. that's cool. You Some still guy do them? calls me. Yeah, no, I don't do them anymore. You need a lot of time and nothing going on in your life yeah. to sit there and wait. Early comics. It's good for early comics. Early comics, exactly. Yeah. I had plenty of time to do that shit. This one guy calls me up. He goes, hey, I'm a furniture salesman. You know, Would you like to... You know, buy some furniture. Maybe if you have an office, I go. Yeah, you know, I just answer yes to everything. Of course, that's exactly. I go, yeah, actually, yeah. I just opened an office. He goes, oh, great. He goes, uh, so I don't know. You know, I, I think the best thing to do, you know, we'll just meet somewhere. I'm like, well, where do you want to meet? He's like, well, wherever. I'll, you know, I could travel. I go, um, all right. I go, um, I noticed motel room, and he's like, okay. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think that we should meet there. And he's like. Um, all right. Um, okay. I, yeah, I, I, it's just a little strange. I go, why is that strange? He goes, no, no, no. It's, it's fine. It's okay. You know, I travel all over. Okay. And I go, um, well, what do you look like? Just so I know when you get there, you know, who you're going to be. And he explains what he looks like. I go, like, are you in shape? He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's like, and he's answering. He's like, oh, yeah. You know, I like to work out. I, you know, it's good for the, I play squash. He said, he goes, I play squash. It's good for the mind, body, and soul. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. I'm like, so what are you going to be wearing? He's like, what am I going to be wearing them? He's like, that's kind of strange. I'm like, no, not really. I just want to know. So when I, so I know what to wear. He's like, well, I'll just probably wear, you know, my suit and tie. And I'm like, well, you know, can you just show up in like, you know, jeans and a 
tight T-shirt? He's like, oh, well, what, what is it? What do you mean a tight T-shirt? Why? why? I'm like, well, because I just, that's what it's right I just want you to be comfortable. I don't want to be talk to a guy in a suit. He's like, why would you want me to wear a tight T-shirt? I go, you said you're proud of your body. He goes, well, that doesn't mean I have to flaunt it. It's so <laughs> you got to hear it. It's so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> is there a moment that like afterwards you're like I'm fucking with you or whatever it is or or whatever they realize no it's like I, would you rather than be like oh you guys are fucking with me well they they ask that and I'm like no I go look I'm just trying to get the information that's always my thing are you yeah. messing with me? I go I'm just trying to get the information I'm sorry I don't know never how this give. works huh never give no never but the thing with the pranks going back to that is you never the guy I always notice the guy who pulled the prank yeah. should never go back to the mark and go look I was just fucking with you I'm no. sorry send somebody else because they're pissed at you oh right that you, especially the shit that we do because it's so crazy yeah, that was, you just send somebody else go hey they were just messing around a producer or like the hot chick yeah. to get the release of somebody it's or to prank call let them fucking calm down for a few a couple hours get their number and then call back go hey man you know not right away hey dude right, we were right, just right, fucking right with you. you yeah i've had people say that like no i won't sign a release Mark, i'll give you 50 bucks like no fuck you that yeah. wasn't funny that but it's tough if you're doing it on the street and people yeah. just walk away or whatever. But you never never go back the person that did it to them. Well, I always hate when they show those in prank shows when they show the person realizing he's been pranked and oh, like, oh awful. okay. And you're no. like you're like always. It's always those girls in the industry that are like, no, that way you make it seem like it's okay. Like no, don't make it seem like it's okay. I say make it seem harsh. I say I I say about our meet the creep stuff, the hidden camera stuff. I go, yeah. this fuck. It's it's uncomfortable hidden camera comedy with no happy endings yeah i go the bit nice. ends the bit ends and you go and everybody at home goes what the fuck just happened i go yeah. that's i don't want no happy endings at the end i yeah. don't want hey we got you oh you oh you got to me make it no. Seem like it's okay no, no way no way it just fucking fades to black you go holy shit yeah that's what happened that's, that's what, happened. what happened exactly leave it at that you don't have to show that other stuff yeah Never did that. And being happy later in his life. No, every one of my prank phone calls ends up at a hang-up. They're hanging up on me. That's how the call ends. Yeah. Now go, hey, I was just, oh, you got me. Yeah, I know. Here's the deal. If you were just doing it for your own pleasure, right. which is what it's based on, you wouldn't ever call them and say we were fucking with you. No. It's only because you have to get a release or something <laughs> yeah. that you have to tell them. So the, yeah. the joy, the pureness of the prank is like, no, no, we'll never tell them. Never. Nice. Fades to black. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I'd prefer it, too. But yeah, just never be like the, you know... Uh, yeah, Tom Green, Jack, they never did that. They never no, showed. no, it's way better when you don't. I don't want to see any of that. I don't like, ah, oh, because it softens it up. It lightens yeah, it, it up a little it bit. Unnecessarily. Yeah. Fuck women. And, you know, because the thing is, any kind of prank you pull on somebody is mean. Even yeah, the candid camera shit back in the 70s where yeah. all families watch, it's mean. Yeah. Even if you go, excuse me, miss, and she turns around and you just it's keep walking, in that's mean. mean. Because yeah. you go, why? That woman was minding her own business walking down the street. Why did you have to make her turn around? Even that's yeah. mean if you really break it down. So any kind of fucking prank is mean. Yeah. So you don't need to show, go, I'm sorry, oh, I got you. None of that. Yeah. In college, my friends, we do this thing where my friend asked me what someone his name was like what's that girl's name I met her like 20 times so obviously you tell them the wrong of name. course yeah. <laughs> of her name course. is mary right yeah. and so then they'll be like they'll go call her hey mary they go out of the way to use their name because now they know it and it's like that's not me or you mix up two people but i remember me and my brother having somebody arguing with us because we have the same ideas on pranks and uh someone's like why didn't you tell me that, that wasn't her name we're like well because that's what the prank was of course because i know but then you got me then you should tell me that it wasn't her name. And we're like, no, no. then there would have been no prank. You had to go to her. And he goes, no, but that's too far. You're like, no, it's not. No, it's not. That's as far as it has to go. <laughs> of course. What do you want us to tell you her name? And then immediately say, no, no, we're kidding. 
That's so lame. No, I know. I remember doing it with a comic, the bartender at the end of the night. She goes, hey, what's the bartender's name? I go, uh, Stacy. He's like, Stacy? Stacy? And there's nobody in the closet. And she's not just fucking wiping shit down all at the end of the bar. Stacy. She's not. I go, just call her again. Stacy. And then finally, <laughs> so she's like, um, she turns around. She's walking back. He goes, Stacy. And she's like, who are you talking to? She goes, you. He goes, is your name Stacy? Like, no, it's Michelle. And he's like, you fuck like that. Oh, I just did it like two weeks ago. We were at some convention, me and Jameson, and we're signing shit, right? So this guy goes, hey, can I? And this guy next to us kept taking pictures when people come over with their camera. Yeah. He goes, all right, I'll take it. He was getting pissed, I could tell, right? So he goes, um, he comes in to get a picture. He goes, I want to get a picture with you guys, too. So as we're, he's in the middle of us. This is all I care about. I go, I go, see that guy right there in the hat right over there? And he goes, yeah, yeah. What about, I go, his name is Steve, okay? And, pl- and go over and ask him if he could take a picture. What, you know, you, he'll, he'll use your camera. He's a professional photographer. Yeah. He's been doing it the whole day. And he, was, he didn't want to do it anymore. And I didn't know the guy's name was Steve. I go, but make sure you say Steve. I go, because somebody, in, and this is what's when the p- picture's going on. I don't even give a fuck. I go, just make sure you say Steve, because people don't say his name, and he gets really pissed. He's like, really? I go, so then he goes right over, Steve. Steve and the guy's like not even Steve Steve he said it like a hundred times and the guy looks up he goes excuse me he goes Steve he goes Steve who he's like isn't your name Steve he goes no my name why no my name's not Steve who told you that he's like he did I go I didn't say anything he goes no you did I go Don did I say he goes no you I didn't hear you say that I go what's your name he goes what he goes it's Jeff I go didn't I say Jeff he goes James goes yeah he said you told me Steve and James goes I heard him say Jeff it was fucking for no reason no reason and we never told him we were messing with them I love the moments when we realize we've been messed with like it's not your name you go oh you motherfucker yeah oh, yeah a slight smile right it's like this so pleasurable. We had this thing when I was in Israel, this guy, Avi Rothman or something, he just always knew you could talk, talk about him. I'd be talking to you, and we'd be talking about whatever. I'd be like, oh, yeah, go ask Avi how far his father can kick a football. And then, uh, like, why? Like, just ask him. Right. And then you'd go away, and then um, you'd go up to Avi, and he'd have a multitude of different reactions. Either get really pissed at you when you asked him, or just <laughs> right. get really solemn and, like, sad about stuff and walk away. And the guy come back, like, what was that all about? And be like, what? Like I asked him how far his father could kick a football, and he just got like really upset. <laughs> like, you fucking asked him? Are you serious? I was joking. And then he's like, his father just lost his leg. <laughs> and the person would just feel so bad right. about having to inflict that on somebody. Right. And Avi was fine every time. And he'd be yeah. like, I'm so sorry. He'd be like, whatever, man. He would never <laughs> give afterwards. It was so much fun. So fucking funny. I had an ex-girlfriend. She told me a story like on our first date that her ex-boyfriend broke up with her and wanted to get her back. So yeah. he sent her like this whole fucking mushy letter. From him? Oh, from, he did. From, okay. Yeah, to her yeah. to get her back. And he sent her a CD. And it was just a one song. It was just that band Cinderella. Don't know what you got till it's gone. It's like a goofy ballad. And he goes, please listen to this. You know, so because I really want you back. That's the whole thing. I missed you, whatever. So, and she goes, so every time I hear that song, oh my, it reminds me of that fucking asshole. So what do I do? Yeah. Every time she comes over to my house, she she was like an hour away. Every time I heard the knock on the door, I had the song queued up. Just and, I'd, and I'd fucking crank it as I opened the door. So I go downstairs to open my door, and it's fucking cranking in the background. <laughs> every time she would just I was get pissed, yeah, she would just shake. Every time I was in the car and that song came on, I'd listen to the station, this fucking Hair Nation on satellite, because they would play that song. Yeah. It'd come on, I'd just call a voicemail and just put the fuck, and I wouldn't even say a word, <laughs> and the song would be on a voicemail. Like it went way. on for four years. Every time I heard that song, she was like, "Enough!" <laughs> exactly. Always funny to me. Always. My only rule I do is if I try to fuck with somebody and they catch me, 
that right. I don't try that on the same person again. Yeah, I'm that's like, no, true. You got me. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or you if know. they say like, "Is this a prank?" Then I'm like, "That I'm out." Like you know what you you got it. I'm I'm out. I will try it on somebody else. You know it's a great one. It always works. You're what? out with some people at dinner. Where, where's the men's room in here? It's oh, it's right to the right over there. And you just leave it like that. And you know you know it's way over there. So they're walking in the kitchen. Oh, just you know, point it the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, just go. Oh, just right over there. Whatever ba- wherever the bathroom is, it's never in that mm-hmm. spot. So any restaurant, where's the bathroom? Oh yeah, it's right over there. You guys know <laughs> where the bathroom is? Yeah, it's right to the left over there. And you just leave it like that. And you just go down. And then you see them fucking in the kitchen. And then people go, no, it's over there. And they're walking they're all over around. the place. <laughs> it's such fucking, short, easy ones. Too. Yeah, I do it to my fucking father-in-law, to mother-in-law. I don't give a shit anybody. Where's the really? bathroom? I was just here last week. It's right over there. Yeah, and then they go back to eat, and then they come. You see, it wasn't over there. McReally was last week. <laughs> I love when people ask for directions. I would just leave out one turn. I would just be like, go down Sunset, make a left on La Brea, and make a right on Hollywood. Leave out La Brea. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I haven't done that one because like, I'll ask for directions. I'm like, if someone did that to me, I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> oh, you can't care about that. I know. Half the, the things you I, did, you'd be pissed. Yeah. Somebody farted around you in a plane, you'd be pissed. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be the reason not to do something. That's true. Oh. I'll do it next time. All right. That's good. I saw this once. I love stuff that just presents itself to you. Right. Um, some guy after a show in San Diego, he was in a, a cast or something. I was like, oh, what happened to your leg? And he was like, uh, cancer. I'm going to probably lose it or something. And I was like, oh, and I just felt bad. And then I saw him go like over and I was like, all right, just I was uncomfortable. You don't want to bring that shit up. Right. And then I saw him go over to like start to stand in line to go to take a picture with Rogan. And I was like, oh, maybe I should warn him. Like, don't. I was like, no, don't warn him. And I saw him. I couldn't hear it, but I right. saw him like point at the leg and ask. And the guy like said something. You just right. see Rogan's body just drop. <laughs> like, yeah, you right, do with you the could, two asshole. Yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> you think you would tell your friend like, yeah. hey man, that guy's guy. No, no, fuck them. No. <laughs> Go through it. Uh, all I right, gotta man. run, man. Yeah, because I gotta some shit. To no do problem. Stuff, Thanks a lot for it. It was fucking great, man. I love hanging with you and stuff. Yeah. Um, cool. Enjoy the roast of. D. Snyder. D. Snyder. Yeah, I'll be good. And um, yeah, my podcast, Comedy Metal Midgets, and. All that other Comedy, shit. metal, midgets. Yeah, and then my, my Terrorizing Telemarketer shit's on iTunes called Ter- this Volume 1 through 5. All right, so get that. If you and Meet price. the Creeps is you can find that shit online. It's and all that's over one YouTube. you did with the, with the um, abortion clinic, too. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. It's all, it should be all over YouTube. You should be able to see all those clips. Nice. All right, cool. Beautiful, man. Quarantine. All right. Hey, yeah, that's the episode, you guys. What'd you think? Told you you had good stories, right? Um, That guy's really good at fucking with people. He's got like a a sense of it, a sense of what you should and shouldn't do. He's good at it. And I'm glad he came and talked to me. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, What was I going to say? By the way, North Carolina, uh, Good Nights. It's called Good Nights Comedy Club. Uh, Used to be Charlie Good Nights. It's been around for 30 years. Really cool club. I'll definitely go back again next year. But one problem. No marijuana whatsoever. <laughs> I had just gotten done. The opener knew who I was, too. So he's like, oh, cool. So do you, what do you do for weed? Do you travel with it? I was like, no, you know, people, people usually are pretty cool about it. They give me some fans. And then I felt, all, he was like, wow, that's really cool of them. And I was like, yeah, it is really cool of them. It's really cool of them. They give me these handshakes that they're like, hey, nice to meet you. And then it's just 
I call them heavy handshakes. You might have heard that before, but it's just loaded with something. Or somebody will be like, hey, you dropped your cigarette pack in the bathroom. Here it is, your cigarette pack, which you dropped. And instead of going, I don't smoke cigarettes, you're crazy. I just take it and I know there's at least one special cigarette in there. Um, but nothing this month, this week. It was so dry. He had a little bit, but I felt so embarrassed. After I told him, I was like, no, trust me, by Saturday night, I'll get the whole weight stuff high with all the stuff that'll come in. Anyway, so it was still a lot of fun, though. Um, if you guys have any suggestions or questions, <sighs> there was something I was going to tell you guys, but I fucking forgot what it was. It definitely was not, but my, may as well say it again. Check out my, my special, Passive Aggressive. It's only $5. You guys, if you enjoyed this podcast for $5, go get my special. And it's not like you're giving me $5. You're getting 72 minutes of comedy. We had to cut it down from 80. 72 minutes. It's not an hour. That would be plenty. It's not an hour. It's not an hour chopped up with commercials, which would be 44 minutes. It's a fucking 72 minutes. It's a baker's dozen. Of uh, doesn't really make sense, but whatever. Get it. Passive aggressive. Go to ariashafir.com and right at the top of the banner, you can just click on that and it'll take you there. You can get tons of other stuff while you're there at the chill site. Or if you want, you can go straight to the site, chill.com slash ari. Um, yeah, I think that's it, everybody. I'm still planning to move to New York in April. Uh, I took a week off from the road so I could do that, and uh, hopefully in May, I'll just be there kind of nonstop. Oh, I didn't do dates. Motherfuck me. All right. Well, here's my dates real quick. Uh, Long Island, March 1st and 2nd. Um, Vancouver. Uh, well, that's the governor's, by the way, Long Island. Uh, Vancouver. I'm in, uh, I'm in uh, the comedy mix. Uh, also in March, uh, the 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Uh, I'm going to be in Montreal for the UFC with Rogan on the 16th, but... The show there, we're doing uh, Jimbo's place, uh, the comedy nest, the the comedy works, excuse me, comedy works, and uh, it's way sold out. It's like 80 seats, and it's Joe Rogan doing the show, <laughs> so I think that's sold out in like negative five minutes. Um, yeah, I think that's it. If you want to do something on Valentine's Day, I'll be at uh, the Improvised Stand-Up Show at the Little Modern. That's a cool, fun show that I told you guys about before, mm, but I'm only on for three minutes, so do what you want. Um. Yeah, and then that's it. And then April, stop it. And then April, I'm doing a bunch of stuff. San Francisco got canceled or pushed back. Me and Diaz are going to do something there at Cobb's. We're going to do a weekend, but he had to he had to change it. And then um, 420 show. I'm in Seattle. I told my agent, I was like, get me a weed city and let's do a 420 show. So we narrowed it down to Seattle, Portland, um. Uh, Burlington, Vermont, Asheville, North Carolina, Boulder, Denver. I think that might have been it for weed cities. Maybe we said Austin, but it's not really a weed city. It's just a cool city. Uh, And Seattle was one of them too. Oh, and San Francisco. So my agent intelligently said, well, uh, check what Doug Benson is doing. So I checked what Doug Benson is doing, and he is going to be, I think, in San Francisco for 420. So... I figure I'm not stepping on his territory. Let's go somewhere else. So Seattle, I'm doing at the uh, – it's outside Seattle. It's at uh, the parlor. Uh, and it's a 420 in the afternoon show. They already had a show scheduled that night because it's Saturday. So we're going to do a 420 in the afternoon show. Obviously, 
everybody there is going to be high and we're all going to be smoking outside because plus weed is legal in Washington State now. Oh, yeah. I haven't even been there for that. Wow, that'll be cool. Although when you think about it, it'll just be the same as anywhere else. Anyway, so 420 at the parlor. I'm going to be there on 420. Uh, come out, bring, make it a show. God, I mean, I don't know if you guys felt this last year, but I really felt like 420, it's our Christmas. Everybody's nicer to each other. So come out, make, an, make a fucking day of it. Bring friends and have a good fun 420 show. Let's fill that place up and rock it out. Um, all right, you guys, and then I'll be doing workout sets in New York in May. So come see me do that. Um, and if anybody has a sublet, for me in the east or west village or the white part of brooklyn williamsburg or wherever else non-vagabonds and burglars hang out uh please let me know write to me at contact at ari the great.com or hit me on twitter um i guess that's it right get my special valentine's day i'll sign out with this valentine's day i'm telling you guys not for your own good but for in Judaism they used to have this thing called sh- they still have it Shalom Bais which means uh, peace in the home and if you want to get that get some flowers it's kind of trite and expected but also it still works because I know I shouldn't say this this much but women are morons and you get them flowers it's not they're morons it's just they're way more easily swayed by emotion than by logic and vice versa so I had this theory that when women are met with logic that disagrees with their emotion, they can't handle it and they freak out. Same as when men are met with emotion that disagrees with their logic, they can't handle it and they freak out. And then you throw a glass of water in someone's face that's not doing anything but hanging out at the comedy store. Um, all right. Oh, and the 2013 tour shirt, you should see it. This guy, Maupin, Scott Maupin, I think his name is. Um, Every little design in there has something else to do with me. So there is, if you've seen that special, the bottom right is a car covered with stuff. Uh, if you've seen the special, you know what I'm talking about. Um, there's a glass of water for throwing in ex-girlfriend's faces. There is a scarf for choking women. There is marijuana leaves. Anyway, you'll see what it is. But every single thing is something to do with this podcast or me in general. You guys, and then I'm going to do the next shirt soon. As soon as he gets back to me, that, that old blue octopus um, design, I'm going to have that on a blue shirt. Um, hopefully before March. Or in March. All right, you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, I think on Thursday, I'm going to release these every, every, twice a week for the next few weeks to promote my special. So I think on Thursday, we're going to have the Oscar episode. Not about the grouch, about the ceremony, the worthless ceremony um, with uh, the Schmoes Nose guys, uh, Mark Ellis from the basketball team, Christian Harloff from comedy. All right. So that's it. Episode 101. What did I call it? Oh, the prank tank with Jim Florentine. We are done. Dun, 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 dun. What is that song? We are farmers. Dun, 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 dun. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, and let me just say this. Oh, first, okay, two more things. Sorry, sorry. But one of them is going to be really good, and you guys are going to appreciate it. I swear to God. First of all, go to allthingscomedy.com, and you can see all of our podcasts we're doing. The, the site should be start to become real, um, I don't know, vibrant soon. And if uh, – I'll hold out, but I might be doing a, 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 
a show on there that has video on it too, a, a weekly podcast. So we'll, I'll, I'll announce it when I'm sure. But that's it. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, Al Madrigal. If you guys look up Al Madrigal, I put it on Twitter a while ago, but he did this piece on a daily show. He's in all things comedy too. He did this piece on, a, on, the, on the daily show. I don't normally watch it, but on government waste and spending and how they're trying to buy tanks when we don't really even need them because we don't fight tank wars anymore and how uh, the government just says, I don't care, we're still buying those tanks just to use budget. It's just really good and funny. So do a web search for Al Madrigal Daily Show Tanks and you'll see a really cool eight-minute piece. All right, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Tune in on Thursday and next week and every Monday for new episodes of Ari Shapiro's Skeptic Tanks. Um, Over and out. Jem, play us out. If you don't remember this, you didn't grow up as a semi-homosexual adolescent third grader in the 80s and 90s. We're pulling it apart.